0: Ampies, you know what time it is. It's intro time. Woo! (laughs) Woo Woo-hoo. Yeah. We are doing an intro, of course, for this week's episode of The Empire Diaries, in which we talk about uh, season two, episodes 19 and 20, Klaus and the Last Day. In Klaus, Stefan and Damon are angry when they find out that Elena has taken matters into her own hands in the battle against Klaus. You know, she wants the D. (laughs) Tensions also rise between the brothers over the best way to protect her, because she wants the D. It says nothing about flashbacks, even though the IMDb image is Klaus with his flashback wig.
1: Also, that's truly like the description for most season two yeah. episodes. <laughs> this is like the one where it's like,
0: oh, uh, everyone's mad that uh, like Catherine's doing things. <laughs> the
2: most generic description of an episode I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> right? And then in The Last Day, Damon reveals that he is willing to go to incredible lengths to protect Elena from falling victim to Klaus's plans. Stefan and Elena spend a romantic day together. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is when she's like, I don't want to be a vampire. And we should keep that in our minds and in our vampire diaries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's see. Let's read some emails, babies.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: So we can uh, discuss this now because it's the episode that this is the intro for mm-hmm. uh, but our ampy alexis has a klaus reveal question mm-hmm. i have so many questions but none of them more pressing enough to email you guys than this what is klaus's flashback wig <laughs> klaus's reveal was unlike anything i could have ever imagined solely for the wig choice i thought eliza's 1491 wet and wavy shag mullet was bad no eliza's wet and wavy look is good <laughs> <laughs> how dare you <laughs> but I legitimately couldn't stop laughing for five minutes straight after Klaus's flashback introduction. Maybe I'm still recovering from the shock of seeing it, but I can't quite put it down. What puts it in the uncanny valley? Perhaps how stiff it is perched upon his head. with <laughs> helmet, Even though it's gelled into waves that look like they're in motion.
1: Man's got a Lego hairpiece. <laughs> oh my God. Is it the one that's like kind of strawberry blonde? Yeah. I feel like that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> joseph morgan is many things a strawberry blonde he is not <laughs> i will say uh so
0: i was re-watching the first two episodes of the originals the other day because you know why not really? and the fla- like this the flashback wig that they have joseph and daniel in in that episode are the worst wigs we've ever seen ever like it couldn't even rely on Eliza's wig.
1: <laughs> oh my. Wigs. The- eventually, we're just only going to be talking about wigs. Um, but jeez. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jill, do you have any thoughts on
0: Klaus's wig or Eliza's wig, which is actually good, so I don't know what Alexis is talking about. I mean, I actually
2: very distinctly remember Klaus's wig, which says a lot because it is a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> But I also remember thinking, "Wow, that man has a boopable nose."
1: <laughs> I remember you, <laughs> you reacting to his nose. <laughs> uh, early Klaus for Jill. Remember those days? Like, wow, you were a time. feeling it, and I loved it. <laughs> Fair.
0: <laughs> and uh, Alexis ends this email with a "fuck Mary kill" round for us. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, fuck Mary, kill cursed edition uh jeremy miss june and john gilbert Uh. (laughs) i would kill john gilbert (laughs) i'm killing miss june i think i am fucking jeremy and being in an unhappy marriage with john gilbert
1: john gilbert seems like he has money Yes, I, so I think yeah, I think I could be comfortable. Like I think I could be a comfortable. I think Latoya, I think you're exactly right. I think yeah. I have to kill Miss June because of what she was party to with the torturing of Caroline. Like I, I have. She shot a. She may, had a child get shot in the head and had her be stuffed in a dog crate. Like. You gotta go. <laughs> Get out, Miss June. Get yeah. out. No thanks to you. I can't because I cause I was like, I should kill Jeremy, but I was like, I can't do that to Elena. <laughs> I so instead I will fuck him. Uh <laughs> which she'd love. Um and and I'll just I'll do that and I'll keep my eyes closed. And then yeah, I think you have to marry John. You have to live off his money and you have to have just like a cold political marriage with him. And I get some of that Gilbert money? Uh that'd be nice, I guess. Uh he owned oh he owned the no, he didn't own the nice cabin. Cause I was gonna say if his name was actually on that date, <laughs> then I could have had the cabin. But no, that was an Elena's name. Yeah. Um I mean, he probably owns something. He could teach me how to use match.com. <laughs> he probably owns something. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, are
0: you you sure about killing John Gilbert? Yeah, I'm still killing John Gilbert. (laughs) So uh, who are you fucking marrying? Um, Are you fucking Miss June? Yeah, Mm. which means I'd marry
2: Jeremy. (laughs) But like, he probably has like decent music taste. So at least there's something to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> what, what and I aren't so sure about that? If he, if he's such an emo little bitch, it means he probably listens to pop punk, which uh, I know how to talk about.
1: <laughs> you and Jeremy in a car, just in silence, <laughs> listening silence. to face down by the red jumpsuit apparatus
0: <laughs> sketches. That's his. That's his emo ness. Just sketching. He'd sketch you something, Jill.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> That sounds like my type anyways, so. (laughs) You could commission a lot of fan art from him for free. (laughs) Carly wants to know, hey Morgan, what did you spoil?
0: (laughs) Since you're you're telling people anyway.
1: I did see some people um, noticing, uh, asking, and I did respond to some comments on Instagram because I didn't realize we should keep it a secret. Uh, I did spoil that Klaus and Elijah were brothers. (laughs)
0: which they do talk about in this episode that we're talking anyway we go into the
1: spoiler this episode (laughs) but jill would you like to say the the detail they also don't know about my brain (laughs) that you didn't hear me and then it didn't matter and then i was raked over the coals for nothing
0: (laughs) you raked yourself over the coals
1: it's true i'm sorry
2: I did, I did hear it because I remember hearing brother, Mm. but I, there was something, it just like didn't connect (laughs) because my, I'm a dumbass, I'll fully admit that. You
1: are precious.
2: a precious dumbass you are both very uh,
1: precious <laughs> <laughs> I today when we logged on to the chat I'm gonna share this with the ambies the second I saw your guys's just like little cartoon emoticons on Netflix party I felt healed <laughs> I was like ah oh, my friends are here the Snow White and the Chocolate Bar <laughs> like I was like because those are your two little emoticons for Netflix party I felt very safe I don't know if seeing Wolverine makes you think of me (laughs) But um, little cartoon Wolverine, (laughs) but it was nice.
0: I mean, little cartoon Wolverine is the ultimate emo little bitch, so that something makes me think of you. (laughs) Um, so that's been the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Later, peace. Bye. Bye. Welcome to The Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we had to podcast. I am one of your hosts, LaToya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are talking about episodes 19 and 20 of The Vampire Diaries Season 2, Klaus, and The Last Day. And somehow we did not watch the following two episodes. Good God.
1: It took immense self-control, and I've seen them multiple times. I
0: immediately wanted to go to the next episode, and I was like, could we just watch four episodes? The thought crossed my mind. (laughs) It really did. And I'm like, we shouldn't. But what if we did?
1: (laughs) There's a lot to unpack here. We should unpack it and then see how we feel.
0: Yeah, Jill, these were, of course, your first time watching these episodes. How did you feel about them? And uh, you can start with the the flashbacks for class, obviously.
2: Yeah, so we know my stance on flashbacks. (laughs) We do. Um, I have made it quite clear, and that stance is still... How I feel.
0: <laughs> so I haven't talked about this, but like I wrote it down in my notes to make sure I bring this up. So the way I, I've always kind of seen flashbacks in the Vampire Diaries is that it's literally the vampire doing a little trick where they go into a person's mind. That way they can see what actually happened. Ooh. So that's the way I see the flashback specifically. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's cool. If, if like, but, that may, but there are some that are like hidden or like obfuscated from the humans in the show I feel like but now that I've said this no examples of that come to mind yeah um that's interesting that could be definitely true because I like Elena was like yeah I heard that when uh Elijah was talking to her about their flashbacks so yeah maybe maybe that is what happens but
0: other than the flashbacks obviously how should you feel about these episodes Jill
2: yeah uh the second episode <laughs> was the one for me <laughs>
0: uh-huh yeah
1: i wonder Um, why
2: yeah i I have no idea um for some reason it just worked for me uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sharp-eared listeners might notice uh the giggle uh that means trevino's back baby (laughs) choo choo
2: he is back and looking good oh my god he's back and he's a mama's boy right away (laughs) we love it
0: we do we do actually (laughs) Good God.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but that's basically how I felt. The first one, I was like, yeah, I mean... It did. I like Elijah a lot more now. Mm -hmm. Elijah's a good boy. He is, yeah. But I just, I'm sorry, I don't care about flashbacks.
0: Uh, I know, but we're we're trying. And again, like these were very streamlined flashbacks compared to the other ones. They were, yeah. Jill, when you were writing this, you're like, finally, I need to like make a flashback I can tolerate.
1: And this was the closest we've gotten so far. I think you could have like safely held your breath during each flashback and been fine. Yeah, probably. (laughs)
0: I know it like literally the first one showed up and you were so frustrated and Morgan's like, just give it a minute.
2: I like that all I had to say in the chat was oh and you guys knew.
0: (laughs) I said, may I ask you to give it one
3: minute
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Can we discuss uh, how we felt originally watching these episodes, Morgan? Uh, yes, please. So I know that you and I have been singing the praises of one Miss Andy Star for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and I think like Klaus is a like. Encapsulates everything we love about Andy Star as a character, specifically her agency, despite technically not having
1: agency yeah. in a relationship with Damon. Yeah, fully totally agree. Uh, she's like a good audience surrogate in that way.
0: Like the first thing I think I say about Damon and Andy is how uh, Damon's whipped because you know he's like he wants to take a nibble. And she's like uh, I have to go to work. Could you like use a blood bag? And then she leaves. And I guess he does because that's where they're at. Uh, it seems kind of like. Andy has the supremacy pretty much until the very end right now. Yes. Damon kind of tricked himself into getting into a real relationship.
1: Which is nice, because I think he understands that it's something he's craving, and he's like trying to fulfill some part of like, you know, what he can't have with Elena right now, but like wants and I think you know the whole reason and we'll talk about it more is that he can't have it with Elena is that he's not ready to have it yet just the way like the exact way that he's not ready to have a real relationship with Andy because of the constraints he puts on it with control and stuff like that but it's a huge step for him and it's uh, also nice to see a character that like I care about and that I respect and that I like um liking Damon Uh, Because I think the thing is, like, if you watch the show, I have a really hard time imagining people watch the show and don't like Damon, like, actively, like, don't enjoy his character. Yeah. Because it is arguably, like, he's a pretty big character. You know, he's in the top three. Um, I think the thing is about Andy is it's like, okay, let's try to put someone who feels the way you guys all feel about Damon – On this show and have him interact with them and see the pros and the cons of that kind of situation. And I think that it's really successful. Like, I I love Andy and Andy, like, she doesn't seem to like long to be mistreated. She wants the good parts of him and is willing to deal with the bad parts, but uh, only to a certain point.
0: Uh, and yeah, we'll talk more about that, uh, especially like in her final scene in this episode, because I think it, it's, it says a lot, uh, both about like what Damon has done with her and hasn't done with her and just her character in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just uh, I feel like I praised her at the t- like when she was first introduced, but Don Oliveri is like really great here. Yes. And she is good. And Damon should just be like, maybe I should date an adult.
1: These <laughs> hundred <laughs> year old men should date adults. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, he's still technically
1: too old for her, but like, uh, you know, it's it's legal. Look, once you're over 18, you can date someone who's a thousand. That's what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always saying that. Don't date someone who's a thousand unless you're at least a hundred. And that's one of my rules. <laughs> and that's the gospel, of to Morgan. <laughs> Period. And that's on that. <laughs> Now you're definitely cancelled.
0: Um, I'm so sorry. But also, uh, the casting, finally, of uh, the real Klaus is a big old deal. klaus <laughs> Yes. Uh, and Joseph Morgan is not an actor I was familiar with before Vampire Diaries.
1: And uh, I think he's a very good casting choice. Yeah, uh, neither was I. I was never a big uh, Klaus head. Uh, I know... <laughs> I, I I mean that's why I haven't watched the originals is because specifically for me that character has never been like the most exciting or compelling. I like I like my bad boys more demo-y. Without talking more obviously about the spinoff, now that we actually have an, a major
0: component in the spinoff, yeah, um, there are definitely other characters on the originals that I uh, am drawn more to.
1: I fully agree. Yeah.
0: What well, is called the Originals, So I'm going to say including Elijah. Like yeah. the title is the Originals, and we've said the originals numerous times on this podcast already.
1: Yeah, uh, I I fully agree. I was much uh, much more of an Elijah girl than a Klaus girl. I don't know. Like I think I think he's still really good in it. I think it's just really tough. Like there are huge shoes to fill, mm-hmm. given all of the talk about him. Yeah. So I feel like he works really well in this context. Um, we'll see other contexts. <laughs> I I never have a problem with Joseph Morgan as an actor and playing Klaus.
0: That's what I will say. That is literally never my problem with Klaus. Yes. I know we we clown on him, but I will say it's actually very good not to have Jeremy in these episodes. I feel like he would drag them down.
2: Oh my god, I did not even realize there was no Jeremy.
0: I know you didn't realize that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's not even like wanting to slam him, but I just feel like it would slow both of these episodes down if he were around.
1: Especially since he's like so far off the board right now. Like he and yeah. Bonnie are in another kind of dimension of the story right now because uh, exactly. we had no Bonnie in both of these, right? Because they were doing MyFi over in the house. I wish that they had been on Fi in like the corner. <laughs> like that they'd been on the video chatting <laughs> on, on, the house is on everyone's Dells. They're <laughs> <laughs> Dells. Dude, you got to get a tell.
0: Oh, and Catherine dancing to get some was iconic. I remember plenty of people appreciating that on tumblr back in the day and it was good
1: <laughs> yes uh i love her i'm obsessed with her but how did she get that to play on the cd player does alara have that cd is it Jenna's cd Ooh, does jenna bring her cds over this is like all like so 90s <laughs> <laughs> i left my cd at your house so we should talk start talking about klaus the
0: episode hell yeah <laughs> my first note basically is that uh never forget how important the previouslys are mm-hmm. the peas as i call them uh, in hell the yeah <laughs> yeah we uh for everyone listening at home or or you know home because that's where you all are mm-hmm. we always make sure to watch the previouslys when we're, when we're doing our netflix parties it tries to skip it netflix does but we're like nope go back previously
1: baby elena has un uh, undaggered elijah and is waiting for him to wake up and he wakes up very violently and thinks she's katherine katharina katharina this launches us into 1492 england and jill oh, yeah. is happy <laughs> trevor who doesn't fuck is back mm-hmm. uh, so elijah is talking to trevor who doesn't fuck <laughs> I-
0: bad for Trent Ford because like I was definitely attracted to Trent Ford back in the day especially in the Manny Moore feature film classic How to
1: Deal Uh um But, like, Trevor clearly does not fuck. This is about Trevor. This is no judgment on the actor who plays Trevor. But Trevor doesn't fuck. Poor guy. So Trevor uh, introduces Elijah to Catherine, who is still human and is, like, new to England and is, like, very, like, fresh off the boat, like, wide-eyed. I'm gonna make it in this town. (laughs) And I love it. Elijah seems struck by her. He seems to – he says that she reminds him of someone. So the idea is that, like, he knew a previous Petrova doppelganger. That, that, that is the implication, because, you know, he's an old man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he kisses her hand. He's very charming. I love him. So then, in present day, Elijah is freaking the fuck out. He can't breathe. He, like, can't seem to control his movements very well. Like, he's freaking out, freaking out. And finally, he reveals that he cannot be in the house. Uh, yeah, Elena, you did you think about the fact that you have the deed now and he was not invited uh, under the deed. I love this. I love this bit of like world building and like uh, rules. Uh, it's fucking owns. <laughs> it, yeah, it's actually really
0: good. Um, the show has rules, Jill, and uh, it must abide them. Yeah, I am
2: glad you cleared that up because I was confused.
0: Yeah, you were just like, why the fuck is he freaking out? Yeah, I was
2: like, he can't be there? Okay.
0: Thank you for being confused. That way we can feel better about how we didn't understand Jonathan Gilbert's ring.
1: (laughs) But uh, Elijah does get out of the house. And uh, now he and Elena have like a quiet conversation so that Stefan and Damon can't hear. And Elena says that she'll tell him what happened later she wants to know if she can trust him. And Elijah wants to know if he can trust her.
0: Because uh, so far, he can't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so far, it'd be unwise of him to do that. He's been trustworthy. She has not. Yeah, she has been shady. So she, to earn his trust, gives him the dagger and he takes it and zoops off. And then uh, Stefan wakes up all attractive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's like, where's my girlfriend? Uh, But you know who does know where their girlfriend is? Damon Salvatore. <laughs> Andy's right there. Yeah, and he calls her sweetie. They're so domestic. And Stefan's like, Where's Elena?" He says, I don't know, Stefan. It's your girlfriend. Mine's right here. <laughs> What a little
0: bitch. But the stuff is also like a little bitch right back about uh, the Damon uh, Andy relationship.
1: Yeah, he's like not into it. Andy, uh, Damon is asking if he can bite Andy, like we talked about previously. And Andy's like, oh no, my shoulder's like really fucked up. Can't you just use blood? And I'm already late to work. And Damon's pouting. <laughs> And then finally, like, once uh, Seven calls Elena, leaves her a message, and, you know, side-eyes Damon and Andy and says, what are you doing? She's not a wind-up toy. Andy tells him to shut the fuck up, basically. She really does? Because, like, fuck him? Like, I mean, he's not compelling – her in terms of her free will, yeah. Uh, so so Alaric,
0: his thing with uh Damon and Andy is like, this is weird, and I really just don't want you to fuck this up for my me and Jenna because this is Jenna's friend. Mm-hmm. Whereas Stefan doesn't treat
1: Andy like a person, and she is still a person. Yeah, and just the thing is, like you know, Caroline was a person too, and they could have done. He could have done a lot more work to protect her from Damon, yeah. and he didn't. Like, if we want to talk about morality here, mm-hmm. like, he could pump Andy full of vervain and mm-hmm. tell her what's going on, tell her never to come here again, if he really thought this was a bad situation for her, but he's not. Of course, this show has uh, dubious morals, as uh, most TV shows, because drama has to happen, but... Yeah, get off your high horse. Yeah,
0: seriously. So he's like really on his high horse in this situation. I'm like, You're, you might be right for a lot of the other th- stuff in this episode
1: and uh, in, in the next one, but not this, actually. Yep. Uh, so then the boys check the cellar and realize that Elijah is gone. Whoops. Over at Alaric's, uh, Klaus Alaric is hanging out with Maddox and Catherine. Uh, he insults Alaric's hair. And I've never been more furious. How fucking dare he, he says, so I can get out of this bad hairdo. And I was like, you may go, sir. But also, uh, him saying hairdo, it's not the class I know. Not the class I know either. So Catherine's like, are you sure it's a good idea to, like, be you again, Klaus? He's like, well, the full moon's almost here. I've killed the witch, I had the moonstone, and the doppelganger's waiting in the wings. Uh, he's like, I'm super ready to break this curse. He also says cool. Yeah, he says cool, which I didn't like. Good. Not the class I know. <laughs>
0: now, is really, this episode, is a lot of me saying, not the class I know, and then getting to the class
1: I know. <laughs> not the class I know, and then... All of the Klaus I know. There was definitely some Klaus that I knew in this episode. (laughs) Again, I love what Matt Davis is doing as a Klaus, but it's like also not the class I right know. it's so fun so klaus alaric explains that uh he has to do he has to break the curse in the birthplace of the doppelganger so it has to be mystic falls which i think is a fun little requirement because you are kind of like why not just take them somewhere like that you've mm-hmm. built to make like a fortress out of so nothing bad can happen and it's this mm-hmm. i like that yeah, good shit. Uh, and then he compels Catherine to not leave until he tells her to. Done, mm-hmm. done, Then Elena and Elijah meet up. Elijah's drinking blood out of a bag like it's a Capri Sun, and I love it. Uh, yeah,
0: it's a uh, cool. I'm glad that Vampire Diaries doesn't use a, a Capri Sun transformation effect. Like, he's Alex Mack, but with
1: blood. <laughs> I, I wish that they did that. Elijah's still wearing the suit he was wearing when he was, like, stabbed to shit and set on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he looks fully crazy. Remember the <laughs> flamethrower? And I remember that flamethrower, and I love that flamethrower. Elena's like, look, I'll tell you everything, but we work together. I need your word. And he's like, you don't get to... Make demands anymore. <laughs> Again, Elena, you are the one who betrayed him. And she says, "No demands. I'm offering you my help, and in return, I want yours." And she's like, "I. We both need each other to like help kill Klaus." Uh, and that is her her logic, and it seems sound enough to him. Also, sound is
0: her wearing uh, the cream colored jacket, Morgan. You haven't acknowledged the that yet. The
1: cream colored leather jacket is back, and I'm so happy. I'm so so happy. I love it. It makes me feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find it so comforting. I look really bad in Off-White and I just like, I applaud Nina Dobra. I used to have a cream
0: colored jacket. It wasn't leather though.
1: Uh, it was good. It-,
0: it was good to me. Uh, but Jill, at this point in the, at the episode, how are you feeling um, ignoring the
1: flashbacks? You seemed into Elijah this episode. Yeah, I liked Elijah this episode. He was cool. Mm-hmm. He um, gets a new outfit and looks really good later. So obviously we've talked about the
0: originals and just based on the name, you know, who like who is in the spinoff. But I would say that just based on literally what we've seen of Elijah now and also Klaus, like you kind of understand why these are characters you build a spinoff around because there's so much there. And um, they are good at what they do, both as characters and uh, in the acting department.
2: Yeah. I mean, when we when we first saw Klaus, that was in the flashback, right? Or was that before? Yeah, we- yeah it
0: was in the flashback because it was like the whole, who, who, what does he look he's like God in the museum? Yeah.
2: I did call him knockoff Skarsgård, um, <laughs> but by the end of it, he did grow on me.
0: <laughs> We've been teasing you loving a character, and um, Klaus was that character, by the way. I, I kind of figured. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we now, we now we're like vocalizing it. Yeah, he's for you. <laughs>
0: If you like Klaus already, um, just wait. You're oh, yeah. going to be very uh, weak.
1: He, he fully has not shown all of his Jill bait yet. Will he surpass Tyler? Uh, I think so, actually. <laughs> I think he might, yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. Um, Oh, God, Jill, I can't wait for you to see certain things. Uh, uh, Stefan calls Elena and is like, hi, where are you? And she's like, no worries, I'm hanging out with the guy you murdered. (laughs) Uh, and Stefan's like, where are you? I'm on my way. And she says, no, Elijah and I need some time alone. I'm doing a road trip with Elijah now. You've had your turns. (laughs) I fucking love it. Uh, she's like, look, he's an honorable man. I can trust him. He knows that I'd be incredibly stupid to betray him again. And by removing the dagger, I've proven myself and it's my decision. So please respect it and make sure Damon doesn't do anything stupid. And she hangs up.
0: Because that is the thing as much as, especially Stefan wanting to say, well, he's an original. He lies." But like, Elijah's an honorable man. There is nothing to deny that. Like, that's who
1: he is. Yeah, he has proven that uh, time and time again. And it's just the the boys are dumb as hell, so. (laughs) They are stupid. She is right to be worried about Damon. Oh boy. So back at the port at the Salvatore house, Damon is so fucking pissed. Um, it's really funny. He's a real piss baby here,
0: honestly. <laughs> uh, as everyone says, just let her do her thing, which is good advice. And we should probably acknowledge that. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, Stefan's like, yeah, why don't, she's like looking for another way. She doesn't want Bonnie to die. And uh, Damon's not interested.
0: Damon, you like Bonnie. Like, I know you're not in love with her like you are, Elena, but you like her. So just calm down and
1: don't let Bonnie die. It's okay to look for another way. It's okay to like a person. <laughs> Good God. So Elena tells Elijah that Klaus is here and he's taken over Alaric's body. And Elijah says, of course he has one of his favorite tricks. (laughs) Back in 1492, Klaus shows up and we get a face reveal. Oh, yeah, that face reveal is like he's,
0: he's zipping. Well, not even zipping, but like, you know what I mean. And he's just, he's,
1: he's bopping around through the people. Like, what does he look like when we see him? He's, uh, he looks, I, I weirdly like feel much more comfortable with him in that wig and stuff than his modern day haircut, which I don't feel comfortable with, which I like. I like the idea that he, they, like and i don't know how much of a choice this is but that he feels more appropriate uh in 1492 than he does now i enjoy that uh yeah with klaus like it really
0: works and we've talked a lot about this where like we don't really know the casting that went into klaus mm-hmm. Cause, like, again we were we think it, like it took a while obviously i assume and I do wonder if they, they tried for a name before.
1: Uh, so anyways, we see Klaus. His his uh, old school name is Me Klaus, but he prefers to go by Klaus.
0: The name his uh, father gave him. And uh, Klaus has, as we will learn more of, Klaus has uh, daddy issues, Jill. You should uh, put that in your vampire diary. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of them.
1: Oh, Yeah. Uh, So then uh, Elijah, and I love this so much, Elijah and Elena go to uh, the Lockwood Mansion because they want to have a conversation on a standing set, and they, and Carol lets them in because Elijah got her off of Vervain uh, before he died. Love it. And they give him a new suit. Poor Carol, doesn't know what's going on. She just wants
0: her son around. Yeah.
1: Same. (laughs) Don't worry,
0: Jill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's coming. This is really funny. I uh, uh, I love to make jokes about um, times on shows where people have improbable conversations in certain locations because it's too expensive to get another one, uh, and this is one of them. I mean, because yeah,
0: in theory, this is like another road trip episode, and uh, like Elena and Elijah go somewhere, but like they don't. They just go to the Lockwoods. <laughs> they go to Tyler's house, and of course, do not see Tyler. <laughs> Elena wanted to at least feel close to her best friend, even though he's out of town.
1: I'm sure that made her feel more comfortable negotiating with Elijah being in her best friend's home. <laughs> so then uh, Jenna and Stefan hop on the phone. Jenna's called and she's like, where the fuck's Elena? She's not answering her phone. And she left me all these messages. And also, where is Jeremy? He's in a witch house, Jenna. Oh yeah, he's staying in a witch house. He's
0: not using his Wi-Fi. Well, once you get Jennifer leaving these children who are under your, like, your guardianship and just like, I'm going on campus. Like,
1: John will protect you, I guess. Yeah, dude, you really, like, I love Jenna and I will always stand up for her. But like, not a great guardian move just leaving the kids because you're mad. Yeah, not Jenna's best move. Not her best one, but it's fine. I love her. Um, she's like, yeah, Elena left me all these weird messages telling me to stay away from Rick. What the fuck? And Stefan's like, it's a lot to explain on the phone. Uh, could you just stay on campus? And she's like, I'm in my kitchen. (laughs) Janet, stop being in your kitchen. Nothing good happens when you're in your kitchen. That's very true. Uh, and she's like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? I'm meeting Rick at the grill for lunch. Like, which I'm like, she told you to stay away from him. Why aren't you listening? But also- I can imagine uh, Alaric Klaas having that same conversation Mm -hmm. at the grill. And (laughs) how how does that go? Yeah, not well. Uh, So Stefan's like, do not meet Alaric at the grill. I'm going to come over and explain everything. And then uh, he hangs up. Was he? Because we know
0: when Stefan says he's going to explain everything, he ends up not saying anything at all. Yeah, he was probably going to punt. He's like, hey, it's, it's all Damon's fault.
1: Yeah, God. Yeah, that's that, the greatest excuse that solves everything. <laughs> so Damon then is a little bitch and is like, well, I'd love to lend you a hand, but you wouldn't want me doing anything stupid. Yes, he wouldn't, you idiot. <laughs> and Stefan's like, for real? And Damon's like, yeah, for real. How <laughs> a out. Then uh, Andy walks in and joins Damon after Stefan leaves. And Damon's like, cool, we're going to go do mischief. <laughs> He's like, we're going rogue. He's such a dweeb. I'm like, you fucking loser. Like, stop ruining everyone's plans. I love you, but you're dumb. Jill, how do you feel about Damon and Andy going rogue? I'm into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I support this. Uh, Jill, how, how do you feel about Andy? Obviously, uh, Morgan and I have praised her a lot, but what are your thoughts or lack of thoughts or whatever?
2: I, I like her. I'm still questioning them. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping that I warm up to them because you guys obviously love them so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, she's cool. I like her.
0: I feel like Morgan and I are also like outliers in loving Andy, but like at least I think you appreciate her, which I feel like a lot of fandom does not because you know she's an obstacle in uh, the the Elena Damon of it all. But is she? She's not really an obstacle.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's, she, if anything, she's helping. Like, yeah. I, again, she's changing him for the better. Yes, even if he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. And he's still uh, a, a good kid who was an adult. I'm always for adults on shows dating people who aren't teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'll, so you're so you not going to rewatch Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, I am not. <laughs> so then uh, at the Lockwoods, uh, Elijah is in his spiffy new suit, a, uh, a Dick Lockwood uh, castaway. He's looking good and he's like, so I assume uh, you idiots killed my witches and she's like, yep, our bad. <laughs> and he's like, and uh, because I died, the compulsion wore off and Catherine got out of the tomb and Elena's like, yep, Klaus has her. We think she's dead. <laughs> uh, and Elijah's like, no, death's too easy. He's not going to do that. And I was like, that is the class. I know. Again,
0: our, our team of heroes are all idiots.
1: And you know what? This is, Technically, not Elena's fault, all of it, but, like, the, the, her friends are idiots. Bunch of dumb people. Uh, and Elijah explains that, like, he's like, you say you want Klaus dead, but you're still making Catherine pay for betraying him. And Elijah's like, I have my own reasons for wanting, like, Katarina to pay. <laughs> I love, a love that they, that he still calls her Katarina. It rules. Yeah. He's like, there's a time I'd have done anything for Klaus. I wish they'd do, like, a flashback sound. <laughs> 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 Jill, would you like that or would that make you hate it more? You know what? Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Maybe it makes you like it. So now we're in 1492. Oh, yeah. And Jill says, Oh, boo. <laughs> uh, Klaus and Catherine and Elijah are all kind of like flirting. It's weird. Elijah's like, uh, Catherine's from Bulgaria, and Klaus speaks Bulgarian, and she like giggles. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, that's cool. And, like, Klaus looks at Elijah and is like, can I fucking talk to this woman alone? And Elijah's like, fine, happy birthday, bye, at least.
0: Um, uh, happy birthday, brother. <laughs> Do you want to talk about them being brothers, Morgan?
1: Uh, I accidentally said, um, I implied that they were siblings on the last episode, and I'm really sorry, and it had to get bleeped out. I'm sure LaToya did an amazing job, and I'm a bad person. Jill did, <laughs> Jill, did you realize what I had said?
2: I knew you said something about brothers, but then when it said they were brothers, I was like, oh, that was just so casual, because I remember LaToya being like, oh, you ruined the twist, and I was like,
1: huh? what twist <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's a pretty casual drop <laughs> but that said uh when we go back to present day elena's like what the
0: fuck <laughs> because yeah they, they, they all treat it like uh so klaus is the first vampire and elijah is also an original but like he's his associate and now it's like he's his brother he's not just doing his bidding because he works for him he's family like at the olive garden <laughs> yes
2: okay i'm gonna ask the question again mm-hmm. are they literal brothers <laughs> they-
1: are okay yes ma'am uh this is where elijah says omg <laughs> and then drinks some tea he does uh why haven't we replaced uh, the kermit drinking
0: tea like uh <laughs> image with elijah drinking tea uh,
1: i don't know but we are doing it now <laughs> so then at alaric's uh Catherine is bored and so she drinks
0: yes yes she does
1: Uh, and then she hears some voices outside the door and it is Andy and Damon Uh, they're knocking and she is trying (laughs) to open the door but she can't because she's compelled and it's hilarious and she's very angry and Nina Dobrev does great face acting and then Damon breaks open the door and they walk in and Andy's like oh wow she does look like
0: Elena Andy walks in. Damon can't walk in because he's not been invited into Rick's house, we learn.
1: I, uh, brief detour. I think that, uh, Damon and Alaric have not done the formal invitation thing. And I bet it's because they drink other places and they talk about drinking at Alaric's house sometime, but, like, Damon doesn't want to push it and Alaric's not sure if he's ready for Damon to have the invite. Is that your fanfic? That's my fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) How how tame. A, A tentative relationship between two bros who are trying to build Mutual respect. They are friends. <laughs> this is important. Uh, and Damon's like, oh, I thought you'd be dead. And she says, Unfortunately, I'm not. Oh, poor girl.
0: Oh, I love her. And then Andy just goes to snoop around Rick's place while Damon and Catherine have a conversation. Wonderful. That was definitely not compulsion. Andy just wanted to snoop around Rick's
1: place. Uh yeah, she's an investigative journalist. Again, Andy Star, Action News. We love her. So then uh, we go to the Gilbert house. Uh, Stefan is like, hey, Jenna, I'm going to tell you the truth for sure. And then uh, right behind her is Klaus Alaric. Yikes. So, Elena has questions uh, back at the Lockwood Mansion about Elijah's family and how the original family works. And Elijah said, Yeah, our, our parents were human. Our mom had seven kids. Uh, and the whole family was born human. Uh, our origin as vampires is a very long story, Elena. And I'm like, Yeah, it, it'll be told in an episode that Jill will love. <laughs> Entirely in fucking flashback. <laughs> He's like, Just know that we're the oldest vampires in the world. We're the original family. And from us, all vampires were created. Back at Alarix, this is when Damon gives Catherine the vervain and is like, yeah, I thought you might be alive because Laric class was blending way too easily, so he probably had your coaching. He gives her some for vain and she's like well it's not gonna undo anything and he says well there are loopholes he didn't tell you to stay in this apartment like and do everything that he says for the rest of time right and she says no <laughs> he goes yeah then there's your loophole drink this and you know no further compulsion yep but he makes her answer a question first which is why did you betray us because <laughs> you're idiots that's why it's because they're idiots <laughs> She does essentially say, because you're idiots. Uh, She's like, yeah, I didn't think you stood a chance against Klaus. (laughs) And I was looking out for myself, and Damon's like, well, where did that get you? I mean, she was still right, though. It's just the problem is that she trusted Isabel. Yeah. So Damon says, you owe me and I will collect, which yikes. Oh boy. And then uh, he and Andy uh, scamper off.
0: Does Andy like throw down a magazine
1: or something? Like what was she? She, she was reading something. Like she was really snooping. Uh, Alaric's diary. <laughs> His vampire diary. God, I hope. So then over the Gilberts, Alaric Klaus is being fucking shady. He is chopping things, which they were gonna go out to lunch, so why? And he's talking about how great it feels to hold a knife. Uh, what the fuck? That's the class I know, honestly. Yeah. And Jenna's like, hey, what's happening? Um, and Klaus is like, would you like to tell her step? <laughs> Uh, The class I know for sure. And Jenna's like, tell me what? And Klaus is like, do you believe in vampires, Jenna? (laughs) And he's like, well, I find them fascinating because I'm a history teacher. (laughs) And you're mad at me for keeping secrets. So this is my secret. I love vampires. I'm obsessed with them. Um, All of this bitchiness, that's the class I know. For fucking sure. Yeah, it's so wild. Klaus is like, Stefan, do you like vampires? (laughs) and Steven says in literature (laughs) and I'm like fuck you Harvard boy just tell them the truth Harvard boy (laughs) and he's like well did you know vampires are the oldest creatures of the night except for werewolves (laughs) and Jen is like oh werewolves now I know you're kidding (laughs) and he's like oh I heard about this Aztec curse and it's like Jesus dude calm down Uh, he is on one and I love it (laughs) Uh, Jill, did you have any thoughts on this scene? I really liked this scene. I loved how <laughs> sassy he
2: was. He's so <laughs> sassy. <laughs> that is the Klaus I know.
1: Yes, a bitch. Me, Klaus, don't know him, but love this intro. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Elaine and Elijah are now walking on the grounds of the Lockwood Mansion. Oh, here we go. And he's like, nothing can kill an original, not sun, not fire, not even a werewolf bite, only the wood from one tree, a tree my family made sure was burned, but did not uh, see to disposing of the ashes. Which, as I said in the chat, so they didn't have vacuums in that day. I got very mad. I was like, scoop up the ashes, throw them in a lake. It's <laughs> done now. So then um, she's like, so that's where the white ash and the dagger comes from. And he's like, yeah, witches won't allow anything truly immortal to walk the earth. Every creature needs to have a weakness in order to maintain the balance. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, so why does Klaus care about the sun and the moon curse? And, he's, uh-huh. and Elijah's like, right, the sun and the moon curse. Pretty biblical sounding, don't you think? And then he like grins. And the lady like, What's so funny? And so we go back to 1492 and we find out that like they fucking made up the curse, these scamps. Uh, all caps in my notes, prank
0: Sinatra. <laughs> Truly prank Sinatra. I love it. The Son of the Mookers being fake is the greatest moment in television history
1: (laughs) it's fucking great it rules and like they're like looking over an old scroll that klaus etched they're like oh shit remember this like what's great is that it's 1492 and they're looking at something that's old for 1492 and they're like lol remember when we did this (laughs) and they're explaining that like there's A Roman parchment. There were Aztec drawings. There were African carvings. Like, all of this stuff. The idea is that, like, all throughout history and culture, they scattered a bunch of things, like, making this curse into a myth. Mm -hmm. And the reason was, it was the easiest way to discover the existence of a doppelganger. And to get your hands on the moonstone. Which is to have uh, two warring species, uh, like, always on the lookout for it. Which is really smart. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely the klaus i know and it's so funny that elijah's like the curse doesn't exist and then he walks away and Elena's is like what and runs after him very goofy i love it
0: so much blood has been shed over this and uh that's how you do it babies jill how do you feel about the son of the moose curse being completely fake
2: guys i did not follow that at all so i'm <laughs> glad you guys explained it to me in the chat because i was fully in true blood mode where i was like oh
1: they made the bible <laughs> To be fair, like, you are watching these episodes and you also have our ridiculous comments to contend with. And if you look away from the Vampire Diaries for a second, you can miss a lot of stuff. So it was probably our bad. Yeah, we're idiots yelling pranks and (laughs) natra. Of course you could be confused.
0: Once I understood it, I love it. But it took me a minute to get there. (laughs) It's such a bitch move. It's very funny. Uh, I mean, maybe not for our, our heroes, but it like <laughs> it's really
1: funny. Pretty funny, pretty good heckle. So then, uh, back at the Gilberts. Uh, <laughs> Alaric Klaus is like, so here's the deal. Vampires are real. Want more wine? And I'm like, what in God's name? Jenna's like, please leave. This is really fucking weird. And uh, he doesn't. And Stefan's like, you heard the lady. <laughs> and Klaus is like, well, I don't want to go. And Jenna's like, fine, I'll leave. And then fucking Alaric Klaus picks up a knife and like, is like, you're not going Anywhere. So Stefan shoves him against the wall and puts the knife to his throat. You guys felt the knife looked very fake. That knife does not look real when it was to his neck. It's like, this is clearly a fake knife. I'm sorry. <laughs> so basically, like, Alara Klaus is like, you can't kill me. Like, if you kill this body, I'll, like, you know, what's to stop me from choosing Jenna as my next host? And uh, Stefan's like, Jenna, get the fuck out of here. And she's like, but this seems like you're a child and you're assaulting my <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> And then someone brings up the horny eyes, which I said he should have done in the beginning of the scene.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I said go. And so she runs away. She's like, oh, this is not. Anything that I know about.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Alara Klaus like pulls a Palpatine and is like, kill me! <laughs> but also, um, Klaus and Jenna's body, I want to see. I do want to see Sarah Canning's performance as Klaus. So then uh, Stefan like, punches uh, Klaus really fucking hard and kicks him and stuff. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how the fight scene goes. That's the, that's the fight
0: choreography as described by Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, he just beats the shit out of him briefly. It's like really crazy. There's some good fight choreography in both of these episodes. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm not good at describing them. Uh, Punch, kick, kick, punch. Oh, my Mortal Kombat strategy. Owie's. (laughs) Owie's (laughs) (laughs) abound. Uh, So then over at the Lockwoods, uh, Elijah's like, yeah, Klaus and I faked the curse. And Elena's like, so if there's no curse, and he's like, no, there is a curse. It's just a different one. And it's placed on Klaus. And he's been trying to break it for the last thousand years. And now you're his only hope. Uh, So she's like, wait, what's the curse? But then um, her phone's ringing off the hook in Elijah's pocket. He says, your phone will not stop. It's incessant buzzing. Answer it, please. Um, Which is uh, is fun to hear him talk like that. The way he says things is good. I fully agree. So then uh, it is Stefan. He has news (laughs) oh yeah he has news she's like what the okay i have to leave because klaus went after jenna and elijah's like that's not part of the deal and she's like look i'll be back you have my word and elijah fucking owns her and says that doesn't mean anything to me until you live up to it right yeah Uh,
0: elena we love you but stop acting like your word means shit to elijah after what you did
1: yeah you stabbed him you stabbed yourself then you stabbed him (laughs) Double stab. So then back to 1492, Elijah and Catherine are playing tag. <laughs> uh, this was before she start, started playing football. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of that scene. And she's like, you're supposed to catch me. And he's like, well, if I catch you, the game's over. And uh, she's like, thanks for entertaining me. And he's like, well, you looked really lonely inside. And that's because Klaus ditched her. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Klaus doesn't live by any rules but his own. <laughs> uh, Klaus is a rebel, you guys. He's like, yeah, my brother is kind of a badass. And also they bring up Trevor and how he doesn't fuck. Yep. (laughs) It's really funny. She's like, Trevor believes that he loves me, but true love isn't real unless it's returned. So Poor Damon. Cold (laughs) ass bitch. Poor Trevor, poor Damon. Um, Ouchies. (laughs) Lots of ouchies. Uh, Catherine's like, I don't know what the fucking deal is with Klaus. He's like courting me, but he doesn't seem to care about me. And she's like, "Is it wrong to love, to want more?" And like Elijah's like heart eyes. <laughs> she, he says he doesn't believe in love, and she's like, "That's too sad. If we don't believe in love, why would we live?"
0: <laughs> um, as uh, Bobbi of said, "That girl is poison." And they were singing about
1: Catherine Pierce. Uh, I love her. She's never done anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> All of this conversation is irrelevant because we are not talking about Klaus's outfit. Uh, Klaus's leather jacket in 1492. Klaus is wearing a fucking leather jacket and he has bright red stains all over his shirt as if he was doused in Kool Aid and I was losing my mind. I assume, like, I, I. Is it supposed to be blood? I think it is. But um. it's
0: so funny. I will just say based on these two episodes, um, they don't figure out Klaus's wardrobe until season three. Yep.
1: (laughs) yeah his excuse is that the wrong villager picked a fight at the tavern so then back at the Salvatore house jenna is like in the library she her eyes are really misty elena comes in <laughs> and i'm sad she says she's so sorry jenna says like that uh elena's mom used to tell her bedtime stories about vampires she's like i just never thought it could be true and elena's like it is true and i should have told you i thought that if i didn't you'd be safe and everything got out of control and this blew up in my face this is where
0: i i praise sarah Cannon because she is so good and like obviously we love jenna Mm -hmm. and we talk about a lot about that but like i feel like we do need to give a shout out to sarah specifically and how good she is and i feel like in general the television and film industry has not still not like really allowed us to discuss that other than like um, a series of unfortunate events which she was in and was
1: awesome in. she was great i was so happy to see her
0: yeah, she was really good in that show, and like that's a character who in the books isn't like factored in too much. It's mm-hmm. kind of like in the background, and they like they gave her a full character. Yeah, which was smart and rolled. Also, just as a plug, I guess for uh, Netflix is a series of unfortunate events because I love those books and um, seeing the the feature film version. Gave me a visceral anger, yes. and I will say it was. Uh, I believe it was a double feature with uh, National Treasure, which you know I fell asleep during <laughs> uh, in the theater after I was so upset.
1: <laughs> you took like an anger nap.
0: Yeah, I was got so angry from seeing Nickelodeon's a series of unfortunate events that I fell asleep during National Treasure and again, and then when we went to the Netflix party, I fell asleep during it again.
1: Rude. No, National Treasure is a masterpiece, or is it not? i'm pretty sure it is Uh,
0: yeah it definitely is uh but yeah sarah canning is great and she deserves more uh than being nancy drew's dead mother who at least shows up i guess in flashbacks in more than the pilot but also that means she was married to scott wolf who while still looking
1: young is actually quite old wild so then this moment happens uh that makes me so so fucking sad jenna's like who else knows and she kind of like lists people and it just becomes very apparent that like everyone knows. And she's so humiliated and like the tears kind of just like slide down her cheeks. Like it's a very understated performance. Like this is a big scene for her and she could play it a lot showier if she wanted, but I think it's so smart that instead she's just like devastated and embarrassed. And is like, I'm really sorry. And Jenna's like, I'm the one who's supposed to protect you and Jeremy." That's not how this is supposed to work. And Helena says, I know, but there's like nothing you could have done. But she is so just like devastated that they pulled the wool over her eyes about this and that she was a bad guardian. Like, I think she really like takes it as a value judgment on herself and is uh, very heartbroken by it. And Ugh.
0: Jenna has been good at what she's doing other than leaving to go to campus <laughs> for two episodes. But like... They could have just told her. And it's what we were saying before where like she and Matt are basically in the same space where they just kind of feel like humiliated by what's going on because literally all their friends and
1: family were lying to them. Yeah, humiliated and scared and unsure of who to trust. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's fair. Like, I mean, they've just been told like everybody lied to them. So
0: I guess I would say also, and we'll talk more about that in the next episode, like Liz Forbes kind of feels the same way, but like in a different perspective, because she, she knows about vampires, at least to an extent, um, because she obviously doesn't know that, you know, becoming a vampire doesn't like completely kill who the person is as much as she wants to believe that. Jill, what
2: did you think? It was really powerful. They played it really well. Um, It started rough for me. I wasn't a huge fan of the dialogue right away. Uh, Mm -hmm. But as soon as it like really hit, it hits hard.
1: Because I feel like you had been waiting for Jenna to kind of be in the loop. Like, I know you've been mad at Matt with how he's handled being in the loop. (laughs) And I think this is kind of the other side of that coin. Yes, I yeah, I
2: really liked this scene. Yeah. Very good.
1: Oh, it makes me so sad. Just so then, a little later, Stefan and Elena kind of catch up, and uh, she's like, I tried to tell her as much as I could, but I could barely scratch the surface. Stefan is so sorry. And she's like, Well, it's not your fault. It's mine. Like, I'm the one who lied. Anyway, like, I got to go back to Elijah. And Stefan's like, Why? And she's like, Oh, I promised. Yeah. uh Promises mean something, you guys. She's like, Yeah, uh, I gave my word. <laughs> and Elena's like, It's fine. I'm going to be fine. Uh, You know who doesn't think it's going to be fine? That would be uh, Damo. He is like, where the fuck do you think you're going? And he tries to like bar her way as he and Andy are walking in. Yeah, he tries to
0: physically stop her, which, um, again, is one of those things where it's like, of course I love Damo. I I clown on him, but I I do love Damo. Um, But just like, this is not the way to go about things. So physically trying to stop Elena, as much as we know she wants the D, like
1: in this case, it's not her wanting the D, it's just her honoring her word. Uh, maybe calm down, dude. Absolutely. It is it's really tough. And so like Damon grabs her arm, Stefan grabs his arm. We have big sexy standoff. Cuz uh when he grabs Elena, even Andy's like, "Dude,
0: don't." Yeah. He's like, "Shut up, Andy," basically whatever, but like again, Andy is cognizant of what's going on. Like she is aware enough to the point where she can tell Damon not
1: to grab Elena the way he just did. Yeah. Like she is she has an opinion on this. Again, she is like a full person, which I, I appreciate, and it's nice it's nice to see someone else's perspective on the good and bad parts of Damon.
0: Because, yeah, um, he, he compelled her to not be afraid of him and to fall in love with him, but, like, she still calls him out on his shit.
1: Which he, like, really, really needs. Exactly. <laughs> so Stefan's like, you heard me. I said, let her go. And Damon's like, that's twice today you stood in my way. I wouldn't try a third. And they're being, like, real angry at each other. The boys are fighting. <laughs>
0: Yeah and uh the boys started this uh season pretty well together uh but it was always like the Elena thing and Damon obviously being in love with Elena uh definitely has been bubbling and now towards like the end of the season it's
1: uh it's kind of we're not dancing around it anymore mm-hmm. I think they have handled the guys both Liking Elena and the way – like, being in love with Elena and the way that makes them relate to each other so well. Like, they've really progressed through a bunch of different status quos. And, like, nothing has felt canned or repeated to me, in my opinion. Like, I think it's one of the things the show does smartest and best. Jill, how do you feel about their kind of arc this season. I
2: don't really have many complaints except for flashbacks for this season. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jill. And Jeremy.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Yeah, this podcast is called Flashbacks and Jeremy. Oh, if we only
0: watched the flashbacks and Jeremy scenes of the show, Jill, how would you feel about that? (laughs) Uh,
1: I would...
2: Excuse myself?
0: <laughs> you excuse yourself from your friendship with us?
2: <laughs> I would say, you know what? I love you guys, but I'm going to tap this and out. I'm not <laughs> not going to do this. <laughs>
1: well, you're going to love season three because it's all Jeremy flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. Well, don't be mean, but I, I will say I think season three is a, a good for Jeremy or at least what his storyline leads to.
1: I uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a better Jeremy season for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're at Alaric's. Catherine's dancing and she's drinking and she's having a good time, which I love. And then she hears someone at the door and like shuts off the music and then sits on the couch and like pretends to look sad. <laughs> I love her. Klaus Alaric's like turn the music down and she's like, why are you so grumpy? And he's like, I'm sick of this body. And he's being a little mopey bitch. But that also is the Klaus that I know because like. A large body is
0: objectively good. Yeah. Because, like, this fucking sucks. (laughs) People like and
1: respect this guy. I hate it.
0: (laughs) They don't talk about him being a bastard. I hate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate this. Uh, So, Catherine's like trying to get him to take a drink. Uh, He throws the bottle against the wall and smashes it. Very Klaus. 100% the Klaus (laughs) side
0: klaus's entire like vibe is throwing bottles of alcohol at the wall absolutely that is his number one vibe i am in
1: yeah <laughs> joe you have no idea how in you are too he has so many emotions and all of them are thinking everyone's betraying
0: him hell yeah heightened is also a buzzword obviously but conspiring is the, is the buzzword with klaus they're yes. all—they're all conspiring against me. That's
1: the class I know. <laughs> that is the class I know. So then he compels Catherine to sit down and shut up. Then Maddox shows up and is like, "You've got a lot of luggage." Also, I'm like, she's using vervain pranks. <laughs> Prank, pranks are not true. Then Greta shows up. Uh the the young uh the young woman the Martins were trying to get back uh and she wants to fuck Klaus. She's definitely fucking Klaus. She is fucking Klaus and she left to be with her boyfriend, Klaus. Yeah. She says, Hello, love, nice body. You ready to get out of it? And I was like, Does Dr. Martin know? He's like, His
0: daughter was getting the D. And you know what D (laughs) I'm talking about. Like, I think she might have actively just left her family. She's already like cooler than her family To, to be with Klaus. I like genuinely believe this. It rules. Also, she is very cool and hot. Yes. Uh, Jill, what did you think of Greta when you first met her? You're like, well, this doesn't seem like someone who needs to be saved by her stupid family. He was dead. Oh, yeah.
2: No, as soon as she showed up, I was like, oh, I like this
0: girl. <laughs> right? She's so cool. This is not the vibe that Luca and Jonas uh, gave Bonnie. No. Um, it's really not. <laughs> because it's not like, so Maddox is like boring and obviously he like falls class, but he's just boring. But like Greta immediately, like, I'm like, she's very cool. She's so cool.
1: Uh we stand. <laughs> so then at the Lockwoods, Elijah uh and Elena reunite and he seems very pleased that she kept her promise. Oh. And she's like what's Klaus's curse? And she takes off her jacket and she throws it on the coffee table and I did not like that. It's weird. You were like upset about the disrespect to Carol Lockwood? <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me. I did cotillion I would never do that in Carol Lockwood's house." <laughs>
2: i did not do cotillion but it did bump for me as well
1: (laughs) to be fair i just said seems weird i had no opinions about it at all surprisingly like i would treat the cream leather jacket better than that it's not
2: as bad as shoes on bed or shoes on couch but it's Mm -hmm. still like not great
0: (laughs) if she put the shoes on the coffee table like she owns the place i would have been furious
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and so would carol Elijah uh, gives some backstory, which is that Klaus is a bastard. Ah, uh,
0: Klaus being a bastard. I wonder if that will ever come into play in, in any of his conversations.
1: wonder if that's like the entire, his entire deal, end of sentence.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he punishes his siblings because he's a bastard.
1: Yep. Jesus Christ. So then basically the idea is that Klaus's actual father was a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. And when Klaus's, uh, like, the rest of his siblings' dad uh, found out that his wife had had an affair, he went crazy and killed this guy and his entire family. And in doing this, like, ignited a war between vampires and werewolves. Wow.
0: Wow. Their dad seems like a bad guy. Yeah. Whew.
1: Hmm. Winky winky. Uh, anyways, so Elena is like losing her shit about this. <laughs> he's a bastard? He's like, is he a were- What does that make him? A werewolf or a vampire? And Elijah's like, he's fucking both. Listen to me. <laughs> But yes, um, write hybrid in your vampire diary, Joe. <laughs>
2: it's already there.
1: <laughs> so basically, Elijah explains, a hybrid would be deadlier than any werewolf or vampire, and like that's another kind of ding on the imbalance of nature. So witches saw to it that um, Klaus's werewolf side would be dormant. That's the curse. Yeah. Yeah, he says he wants to trigger the part of him that's a werewolf, and if he's allowed, Klaus will sire his own bloodline. So he'd make, like a bunch of hybrids.
0: Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants to make a bunch of hybrids and,
1: you know, because of his daddy issues, basically. Uh, and Elena's like, well, you helped him. And he's like, yeah, I helped him because I loved him, but now I don't and he must die. <laughs> uh Yeah, he's like, my brother sucks. <laughs> so Elena's like, well, we have the dagger, so we're all good. And Elijah's like, no. <laughs> like <laughs> the dagger, like, won't kill him because he's a werewolf. Like, when a werewolf's wounded by silver, it heals. And an original can't be killed by anything but white oak ash on a silver dagger. So mm-hmm. that's the problem. And she's like, Okay, so he can't be killed. And he says there's one way to kill him, and it would be through a witch. Like, if they can channel the power, it would kill.
0: Yeah, when he's doing his uh, wolf transformation, that's when he's going to be weak. So that's why they have to go through with the sacrifice, the ritual, so he'll be weak. Yeah.
1: And uh, Elena says, what if I told you I knew a witch? You could channel that much power. Well, I should say, then I would tell you, there's one more thing you should know, (laughs) which (laughs) I'm going to clown on this. That's a little dumb, guys.
0: (laughs) But also, this is uh, a good way of telling exposition, Mm -hmm. which, um, so, I mean, we're we're gonna like check out the originals eventually mm-hmm. when we do what we do. But like that was the biggest problem I have with like a lot of season one of the originals because I think a lot of it was expecting people who never watched vampire diaries to watch. So like the first few episodes are a lot of exposition, and not even in the elegant way that like these actors can do it. It was just like, and here's the thing you need to know. Like we learn we learned this in season two of Vampire Diaries, but they're like, they're going through it at length. I'm just like, well this isn't fun.
1: Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot of retreads in that first season. And it's just like I want to get to the good stuff with the, the things we like and the people who are good actors and I know they are. Yeah, um I know Michael Jason will very much want to be on this show for the like Originals Backdoor Pilot, which I think is actually really good. He loves it. Yeah. It's it's really
0: good. It's a, it's a really good backdoor pilot, which yeah. is why this is what makes the frustration of like the the exposition and setup in that first season suck so much. Yeah, it's really tough. <laughs> so then, back in
1: 1492, uh, Elijah and Klaus are, are hanging out Elijah is just innocently reading a book. (laughs) It's classic Elijah. That's the Elijah I know. Yeah. Even though he hates books, as we know. Yeah, he hates books because people used to remember things. (laughs) Uh, And Elijah's like, hey, so cool. Fun fact. I know the full moon's tomorrow, but uh, I talked to some witches and they might be able to spare the doppelganger. And Klaus is like, well, who cares if that bitch lives or dies? She's a means (laughs) to an end. The Klaus
0: I know, who's been charming Catherine this entire time, not because he, he cares about her um because he's been like uh using her so he can do the sacrifice which um we see where
1: Catherine learned it from. Yep. And Klaus is like, "Yeah, she's human. Her life doesn't mean anything." And Elijah's like, "Hey, what if you reconsidered because I'm asking you to." And Klaus is like, "No thanks." <laughs> Klaus is like, "Don't be a little bitch, Elijah." <laughs> he said, "Are you so foolish as to care for her?" And Elijah's like, "No, no, no. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> I would never care for someone. Leave me alone, Niklaus. Klaus. So Klaus says, love is a vampire's greatest weakness, and we are not weak. We do not feel, and we do not care. And uh, then this, so I feel like that is where most shows would stop, which is a fine place to stop, I guess. But what I like is that this show wants to etch out the difference between Klaus and Elijah right here, which is where Elijah says, we did once. And you see that Elijah, like, misses feeling stuff. And Mm -hmm. I like that. And I like him. And Klaus says, well, that was too many lifetimes ago to matter. Tell the witches not to bother. You know, we're going to do it as we planned. Yeah, because it's not
0: even that Elijah can't feel things as a vampire. It's because he has bound himself to his brother, that he's not allowed to feel things. Because if he were able to be on his own, you know, he gets to to love and uh, kiss girls and uh, do all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, he's a sweetie. So then back at the Lockwood Mansion, Elena's like, you found a way to save the doppelganger's life? That's chill? Wish you would have led with that.
0: He's like, I would have told you, but you kept not trusting me, you stupid idiot.
1: Yeah, and he like explains like, yeah, um, I did find this way to save her. But like, you know, Catherine took matters into her own hands first. And I think you already know how that played out. And Elaine is like, well, you cared about her, didn't you? And I love Elijah's response. She says, it's a common mistake, I'm told, and one I won't make again, which I love. Somebody's holding her jacket. And it's just... He's a, a, a sweet boy again.
0: Because I know um, when Elijah f- first showed up, like his first episode, uh, Jill's like, oh, another vampire to fall in love with Elena. And it's not that he uh, falls in love with Elena, but he was in love with Katharina.
1: Yeah. And she reminds him of uh, of that heartbreak.
0: And like the, the good Catherine, or at least like, what he thought was the good Catherine.
1: Yeah. Like a, a very different, uh, much less jaded Catherine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But still uh, kind of sneaky enough to her own good.
0: Again, uh,
1: Elijah doesn't like young women, so he's not
0: going to go for that. <laughs> yep, no problem. <laughs>
1: uh, I love him. I love him. Love him.
0: Uh,
1: anyways, <laughs> I fucking love Elijah so much. So then uh, Damon and Andy are in the library. She's giving him some brown liquor, and she's like, You don't have to be so mad at your brother. He's worried about Elena. And Damon's like, I don't want to hear it. Please get out of here. And Andy's like, I know you're worried too. And he's like, Seriously, go. So she leaves. We have a Stefan and Damon scene. I'm sorry. Can Andy Star be my girlfriend, please? I know.
0: She's so sweet. She's, she's a good girlfriend and she cares. She's trying to help Damon, but like, Damon's like,
1: I don't want help. Like, maybe don't get yourself a good girlfriend. Then Yeah. As she leaves, Stefan comes in and is, like, tired of your little play thing. And I'm like, what if you fucked off, dude? Like, come on. Like a conversation with
0: Andy once before you were an
1: asshole, Stefan. Yeah, like, I just, there is absolutely no reason for Stefan to be such a jerk to Andy, to and about Andy. Like, other stuff with Damon is pretty fair game. (laughs) There's a lot of other material he could be churning through.
0: Yeah, maybe if you were paying attention, you would notice, like, She's still Andy
1: star action news. She's still got things going on in her head. Yeah, she's a person. So, uh, Stam's like, don't fucking start. She's my distraction. And Stefan's like, she's a person.
0: Oh, no, no you're okay. she's a person.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so when it suits you, she's a person. And he's like, you should be thankful she's here. She keeps me from going for what I really want. <laughs> Jesus. Men are um, bad. Men are bad. Stefan's like, you're right. Thank you for being in love with my girlfriend. <laughs> um, Paul Wesley's never been hotter. <laughs> he, the, oh, it, the sass came out, and I loved it. I love, they are just such idiots and such catty bitches in this scene and i adore it uh oh uh when stefan says
0: i have one thing you, like you'll never have and he says her respect that's actually the hottest stefan's ever been
1: <laughs> and then the the boys uh do a little scrap they do a little scrap it's great stefan says this thing where he's like yeah be in love with elena all you want if it means you keep her safe like i don't give a shit like that's also like such it's, it's a very alpha move
0: yeah, that's alpha male realness right there. <laughs> I'm like that beta cuck known as Damon. <laughs> Good God. Um, I hate everything. Rewatching Vampire Diaries as an adult is realizing that Damon's a beta cuck and Stefan's actually actual
1: alpha male. Is a high T alpha king. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I even know these words. (laughs) Blame the internet. It's all there. I hate the internet so fucking much. Anyways, Elena and Elijah walk in on the boys fighting. Stefan beats the shit out of Damien. It's really funny. Stefan won that fight. It's pretty good. And then like Elijah's just like looking at them and I wish the flashback noise would play like right now doo 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 like brothers. Hmm. <laughs> so so that's the the flashback uh, music
0: now officially. Also, I'm sorry um Stefan won the later fight, never mind, I'm sorry.
1: So th- this is actually, I mistook it in the scene before, this is the scene where Elijah's just innocently reading a book and hasn't done anything wrong, and Klaus like, runs in and yells at him. It made me laugh really hard. He's like, what have you done? And Elijah's like, I don't know, I'm just reading my book. Elijah's all about
0: books all of a sudden, uh, which is actually, um, that's a retcon now. <laughs> now that we know Elijah hates
1: books, uh, this is a retcon. <laughs> hey, uh, Julie Black and Kevin Williamson, uh, try being consistent, why don't you? <laughs> does he (laughs) like books or doesn't he
0: (laughs) come on i mean i love vampire diaries but i have one issue like i don't know
1: if elijah hates books or not and it haunts me every day Uh, so Klaus is like, Catherine ran away and Elijah's like, wait, what the fuck? And Klaus is like, what did you tell her? And he's like, I didn't tell her anything. And then the boys start shoving each other and Elijah's like, I'm going to find her. And Klaus is like, do not lie to me. And is, That and was a great class impression. Thank you so much. I can only do Klaus yelling. I can do no other
0: classes I can't do any Klaus, but like besides uh, hybrids, obviously. Uh, anyway, that then I'm like, I, this is not perfect. <laughs> but yeah, you're shouting Klaus is good
1: uh and klaus is like look if you don't fucking find her i'm gonna kill you and i'm like wow you're a great brother um but also like this is
0: this is trevor's fault this is all trevor's fault all on trevor's bitch ass like elijah did nothing wrong because trevor right is like the one who informed Catherine what was up and then he is the one during the search party who fucked everything up because elijah was going to help her Whoops. (laughs) trevor non-fucking-ass and then (laughs) fucking poor rose and Trevor, you're on my shit list.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Trevor fucked a lot of stuff up. So uh, Damon's pissed that Elena invited Elijah in witch fair. And Elijah's like, guess what? Like, Elena's like, guess what? My deal with Elijah's back on. No one is happy about this. (sighs) He's like, look, yeah, I won't hurt either of you, but I need one thing in return. I need an apology. Uh, Damon is disgusted by this,
0: which is very funny. Again, I, as I said in the chat, Ian's look of disgust is um good and hot. <laughs> like it's good, it's really good acting,
1: but also like very attractive. He is so violently angry. I can only laugh at him when he is in this mode because I think he is so funny. Like I'm like you have no chips to bargain with, Damon. You are dumb. It's completely detrimental to everything, but like. It's good acting. Oh, yeah. And it's 100% the character. I just – I love that he cannot keep it together, whereas, like, Stefan is smart enough to immediately say, I'm really sorry for the part I played in your death. I was protecting Elena. And to add this kind of little dig, I will always protect Elena. The idea that, like, he's essentially saying, like, if I see a chance to save her, that boxes you out, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And Elijah's like, all right, fucking fine. <laughs> and then uh, we all look at Damon, and Elena's like, look, it's going to happen. Bonnie will be able to kill class without hurting herself, and Elijah knows how to save my life. I found my other way, and David's like, "Is it true?" And Elijah says, "It is." And David's like, "Are you trusting him?" And Elena says, "I am." And David says, "You can all go to hell," and he leaves. Jesus,
0: it's a good plan too. Like we joke like about Elena wanting to D because she does, but like this is a good plan, an actual good plan for once. It is. And so Damon
1: hates it He's like, a good plan. Get out of here! <laughs> not interested. So he storms off, and like Stefan. Kudos to Stefan, who's like, is he's is like he's mad at me. Like he'll come around. Like he's like trying to make excuses for Damon, and Elijah is not really buying it, but he'll he'll go on because Elijah's well, a good boy, as we've been saying. Yes. So then, uh, Damon goes to his bedroom, and who's there but Andy? And she's she's in her she's in her underwear and she's um uh, looking good just saying oh yeah she is and damon's like i thought i told you to leave and she's like yeah but you didn't compel me <laughs> uh the way she like she sings song, he says that is so good so cute and uh sweet and i really like her in the scene i think she's like, incredibly winning she's like i want to be here like please let me be here it again says a lot about the dynamic and
0: what Damon has done to her and what he clearly has not to the point where she again she has an agency that Caroline just did not have
1: yeah and that she she thinks he's a person worth helping and worth comforting and and Andy seems to have a good enough head on her shoulders to not be doing this with someone for whom it would be completely a lost cause to do this with. And it's kind of like
0: the Rose thing where she sees something in him and because um, Damo is a self-destructive
1: bit of cuck um, (laughs) he cannot
0: allow that. He just cannot abide.
1: can't. And Damon's like, look, I'm upset. You know what happens when I'm upset. You have to leave. And she's like, no, you need to know that someone cares about you and that I care about you. Uh, he gives her a big old chomp. It scares her. He throws her on the ground and she cries. And then he sees what he's done and he seems to feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And then he gets close and he compels her. He says, get the hell out of here before I kill you. Go. And uh, she like takes her clothes and runs. And oof. This is where I read my notes, Damo, stop being a little emo boy and date an adult. For fucking real, uh, dude, Grow up, uh, but also uh, don't hurt women. <laughs> and it's so sad. It's like it's a real, real bummer. She uh, does not deserve. She doesn't. Um, you want someone to treat you like a real boy,
0: Demo, and she does that, and. Because you're just, like, so hung up on Elena and
1: not being a good man, you can't deal with it. This is the part of him that he needs to change the most. The idea that, like, he is out of control when he is experiencing any kind of significant emotion. Like, mm-hmm. and, and this is kind of what what this scene proves is that he hasn't been able to, like, deal with or change this part of himself yet. And, uh, of course, it always sucks that a just, like, woman has to be the collateral damage to this but again, within the specific morality context of the show, uh, this is oddly growth, which is really interesting um, and, and sad and complicated.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that she is good for him and he, I have nothing intellectual to say about this at all, but he like obviously treats her not great in this scene because in the chat I said, ah, and then immediately went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I'm just curious to see like how it affects him in the future and how he develops from it.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, then we go to Alaric's and uh, Klaus is um, popped right out of Alaric's head and right back into his normal body. We have one second where Alaric seems to come to and he sees Catherine and he thinks it's Elena and then he passes the fuck out. And then Klaus is like, that's more like it. And he's back in his body and he's like... Woo! <laughs> this is where at the time I was like, Klaus fucked Maddox too, right? <laughs> uh, God, fingers crossed. I wish, like, why aren't all the originals by? Come on. And now finally we will have Klaus saying lines that are
0: Klaus-like and not saying things like buzzkill or hairdo or cool. We'll never hear him say cool ever again and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, The Last Day, episode 19.
1: A very emotional episode. Hell yeah. yeah. Um,
0: now yeah. Jill is is fully in the game. <laughs> Here we go. I'm back, baby.
1: <laughs> Hell yes. So uh we open in David's bedroom, he's hearing Elijah and Elena's conversation and goes downstairs and joins them. Uh Elijah's like, tonight's the full moon, so we can probably assume that Klaus is gonna try to break the curse tonight. <laughs> tonight is the night yeah so it seems like Stefan's been caught up on the you know son of the moon curse being fake and uh we're doing a little bit of exposition he says once uh once the curse breaks he'll be a true hybrid Damon's like then why the fuck would we let him do this let's just kill him today with Bonnie And Elena's like, well, that would kill Bonnie. And Damon yells, I'll write her a great eulogy. I I mean, I believe that, but also uh, let Bonnie live. (laughs) Yeah, please. Um, And Elena's like, well, that's not a fucking option. Uh, And Stefan's like, okay, then how do we break the curse? And Elijah says the ritual's pretty straightforward. The ingredients, so to speak, you already know. The witch will charge the power of the full moon to release the spell that's bound within the moonstone. And after that... Klaus, being both werewolf and vampire, will sacrifice one of each. And Elena says, okay, cool. Where do I fit in? Since you're the final part of the ritual, Klaus will drink all of the blood of the doppelganger to the point of your death. Whoops. Woof. But then Elijah says, elixir. (laughs) He <laughs> says, I got this old-ass bottle, uh, and there's stuff in it. Uh, I got it 500 years ago for Katarina, uh, and it will possess- It possesses mystical properties of resuscitation. And Elena's like, so I'll be dead? And Elijah says, and then you won't. <laughs> Dorks. So then, like, this seems like a, this does seem like a pretty good plan. Like, da- but Damon is not impressed, <laughs> and he goes, "Well, why don't we use John's ring?" And Elijah's like, "Those rings only work on humans. The doppelganger is a supernatural occurrence, so the ring probably won't work." And he's like, well, take these odds over your elixir." <laughs> Which is dumb. The elixir makes more sense. Yeah. And Damon's like, well, what if it doesn't work, Elena? And Elena says, then I guess I'll just be dead. So she fully does the, then I guess I'll just die meme. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Damon and Stefan just kind of like exchange significant looks. Mm -hmm. And Elena's like, well, do we know if Klaus is everything he needs? Does he need a werewolf? she's like klaus has been waiting to break this curse for like a billion years if he doesn't have a werewolf my guess is by tonight he will cut to carol lockwood oof this scene is spooky she is walking up the stairs and leaving a message for tyler where she's like it's your mother i don't know where you are but i need you i've had an accident and i'm in the hospital please come home and then we reveal that she is looking at Maddox, uh, who is mouthing the words uh, to the voicemail. So clearly he has given them to her. And then she says to him, why did I say that? And he says, because you've been a terrible fall. And he uses magic and pushes her. She takes such a crazy spill, guys. <laughs> she like flies into the air cracks her fucking spine on the banister and then bounces off that directly onto the tile floor face down. And I'm like, she's dead. She's fucking dead. This is crazy or at least paralyzed because jesus
0: christ we finally found something worse than being punched in the back of the head good
1: god the violence that's incurred on this woman is unnecessary maddox kind of likes the uh, pain doesn't he yep uh, i wonder if he and klaus ever explored that <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the Salvatore house the boys are drinking brown liquor And Damon is being a dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're drinking probably outside, though, so it's a change of scenery.
1: Yeah. Uh, And Damon's like, you're seriously, like, believing Elijah? And he's like, what else do you want me to do? Like, Elena made her decision, and I'm going to put my faith in her, which is... Uh, a nice thing to do to someone you respect.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the boys can't stop arguing. And the argument is basically, should Elena have rights? And uh, I think I'm on team Stefan for this one. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I also believe that she should have rights. She's like, look, she put her faith in me. She chose to trust me in spite of what I am. So I'm gonna, if I'm going to bet on anyone's instincts, it's going to be hers. And Damon's like, well, then you're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And Stephen points out, well, she chose to trust you, too. And David says, then maybe you shouldn't be so sure about her instincts, which (laughs) is fair.
2: Jill,
0: uh, do you believe that Elena deserves rights?
2: Uh, I do believe Elena
0: deserves rights. (laughs) Uh, Are you sure? Because Damon made a good point that he's stupid and she trusted him.
2: (laughs) Well, I... Also trust him. So,
1: <laughs> even though you know he's stupid, yeah. Jill, do you deserve rights? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'm transferring my rights to Jill and surrendering my own. <laughs> um, you guys. Oh, so Jill, are you Team Stefan or Damon here? I ask, no judgment. Uh, Stefan. Okay, I am also with Stefan in this okay. regard. Jill deserves rights. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, so basically, uh, Elena, uh, is talking to Elijah and is like, I don't know, like, I wish people would understand. And, uh, he's like, well, why are you doing this? And she's like, I'm the key to breaking the curse classes here because I, of, I'm here. If I don't stop him, he's going to hurt people. It's really, it's a really simple decision.
0: Yeah. I wrote my notes. Uh, E is such a good person. Yeah. She is. And I'm not talking about E from Entourage, you guys. I'm talking about Elena Gilbert.
1: uh and then elijah does something extremely classy which is he's like you know there's a possibility this elixir won't work i don't want to mislead you and she's like no no i get it and then jenna has a crossbow uh it rolls there's a commotion and it's because alaric has come and jenna's gonna fucking kill his ass and i love her (laughs) (laughs) murder alaric do it Jenna. (laughs) he's like put the crossbow down it's me and jenna's like get the fuck away from me everybody runs in and alaric's like i I swear it's me he let klaus let me go and damon's like prove it good god so Lark looks at jenna and says uh okay uh the first night you and i spent together jeremy walked in right when i was about to and jenna cuts him off and says okay it's him uh and what did jeremy interrupt that little emo <laughs> bitch <laughs> uh we
0: already yeah we know about the uh, Elena chunky monkey uh, situation. <laughs> but what was the Jeremy situation? And why do we not know that Jeremy has been scarred for life by seeing
1: Alaric uh, and Jenna fuck? <laughs> wow, the show really could have could have given us some gems, but they refused. <laughs> uh so anyway god i love this so stefan's like why'd he let you go and alaric says he wanted me to deliver a message the sacrifice happens tonight which we already knew but it's a good enough excuse for alaric to live so i'm cool with it i don't know if i believe uh, that the class i know would allow alaric to li- live but okay mm-hmm. so then uh carol wakes up in her hospital bed and who should be there Jill, yeah, who's yeah, there?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. A boy with uh, good spiky hair. He looks fucking good, y'all. <laughs> he has two lines in this scene. They are, mom, and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe's <Jill's> like, yes!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: my wine, let's celebrate. My boy is
0: back. Uh, Someone got amped for real. <laughs> <laughs> A toast to the boy. Trevino is back. The Trevino train is back on the rails. Choo choo. Choo choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, team Steve is not in the running for this episode, but Team uh, Tyler is back, baby.
1: <laughs> As is Team Matt. Hey, guys. <laughs> so sorry. Anyways, so over at the Mystic Grill, Matt's uh, doing his job and Caroline pops up and she like wanted to visit when he was on break. And he's like, cool, I have lunch in an hour. She's great. I'll go run some errands and I'll be right back. And I'm like, what errands does this teenager have? She's taken over her home. Liz is never there. (laughs) Fair enough. Speaking of Liz, Matt goes and talks to her and is like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm working really hard to not let on that I know this, but like Either she's also like an incredible actor. (laughs) Or she's Caroline. <laughs> like, he feels like she's a, still the same Caroline, which is true. Uh, and Matt Damon is
0: also not an actor boy, so stop making him do this, Liz. But Liz is like, no, she's acting because that's what they were taught about vampires. And this is where I like I noted there's a reason why the Forbes aren't the
1: founding family you ever hear about. Yeah. And it sucks because she's like, she's a vampire. And Matt's like, I don't even know what that means at this point, which is fucking fair. Like, he doesn't. Like, he's just being, he's just trusting an adult. Like, he's tr- Trusting the sheriff of his town, who, like, is Liz Forbes and seems like a decent person who's smart. And, I mean, she is. Yeah. She was just misled in this way. Yeah, it's complicated, is all I'm saying. Do you think
0: the biggest issue for her is that Caroline's a vampire or that Damon, her friend, betrayed her? Because I kind of feel like it's Damon, unfortunately- for Caroline.
1: Well, I think, I don't think so. I mean, I think the fact that Damon betrayed her has convinced her that Caroline's, like, bad. Like, I, I don't think it's the thing that hurts her most. I mean, I think the thing that hurts her most is definitely Caroline. Mm-hmm. Like, she's really upset. Like, she's not, She says she's not doing anything and she's hesitating because she needs more information. And she says, and also because in spite of everything I just said, I still look at her and I see my daughter. And Matt, actually, I think very smartly and very fairly, is like, damon's the problem not caroline you should focus on him that is the the smartest
0: thing matt has ever said and that's an insult on matt it's like that's perfect and that is correct and right
1: yeah like he's the like if you want to talk about like if she could catch one vampire and close the most cases in town it it would be damon And, share- and like. Liz is like, I'm really sorry for involving you, Matt. Like, thanks for all your help, but I've got it from here. And she leaves.
0: And that apology is basically, now that she realizes Matt is uh, questioning everything, uh, she's like, okay, yeah, we can't work together anymore because you're going to, I don't know, go shooting uh, man-witches with a wood bullets.
1: Which I would argue, quite good. <laughs> so then at the Salvatores, uh, the whole gang's together, um, except for the people that aren't in this episode. <laughs> And uh, Stefan's like, so, Alaric, you don't remember anything. And he's like, yep, I blacked out and woke up three days later. Catherine was there. And I was like, I bet a lot of people have said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mason definitely said that. He's like, I blacked out three days later. Kathy was there. <laughs>
1: Good God. So Stefan's like, yeah, she was compelled. Damon snuck her vervain, but she can't leave until Klaus tells her. And then they're like, where is Damon? He's up in his bedroom. And he and Elena have a little scene together. They're getting so much mileage out of this new set. Yeah, I love it too. So she's like, you disappeared. And he's like, I want to talk to you. And she's like, please, I really want to talk to you and and make you understand why I'm doing this. And he's like, why? You don't care what I think. And she's like, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'll drink the elixir. Bonnie will kill Klaus and all this will finally be over. And he's like, that like that's a lot of ifs, like if it works. And she's like, yeah, if it works.
0: And he's like, why am I the only one convinced it won't work? And I'm like, I don't know. Your plans never work, but there are people whose plans work and Elijah is one of them.
1: Yeah, and it's and I don't I'm not against him being doubtful of the elixir, but there's a difference, like, then help her find another way. Instead of just trying to sabotage everything.
0: I mean, you've already revealed to Elijah that Bonnie is alive, so get Bonnie to make a new elixir? If you're, like,
1: not sure about that 500-year-old elixir, get a new one. (laughs) And test it on Jeremy, because we've proved that his blood will repopulate if he has the Gilbert ring on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... That not really helpful because the ring will
0: be the one thing that brings it back, the elixir.
1: But, so oh, just, fuck. Like, yeah. No, I never mind. Yeah. <laughs> just kill Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't kill Jeremy. Again, Damon, uh, it did not go well the first time that you did
0: it. The second time will go great.
1: <laughs> anyway, Damon is like saying like, I don't want to risk your life. And Elena's like, well, I'm willing to do it. And it's my choice. And Damon says, I can't lose you. Oof, they're holding hands. Oh, my. And the scene ends here, right? (laughs) Yeah, it ends after Elena says you won't. And she leaves. And then Damon's like, oh, hey, there's another way. And she's like, what the fuck? And he uh, force feeds her his blood. Uh,
0: because um,
1: Damon is a dummy
0: who thinks that removing a woman's agency is the way to show he loves her.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I honestly, I don't even think it's that. Like, I don't think he cares what Elena thinks about what he's doing, which I'm not saying as a defense of him. I'm saying he is not considered it. He's just like, can keep Elena alive if feed blood. Will do. Yeah,
0: because this whole thing is like, yeah, you can hate me, but like, I love you so... this is Like, dude, the point is to get her to love you back, you stupid idiot.
1: My friend, Drew Gregory, who is a writer for Autostraddle, she rules. She just wrote this uh, long piece on um, uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which uh, rules. If you haven't seen it, see it right the fuck now. And it's all about uh, love and control. And like how lo- real love is about uh, being able to give up trying to control every aspect of a relationship. And I thought about it a lot here in this scene with Damon and Elena, where he can say that he loves her, but he's not allowing her to be. And I think that's like a really important distinction. And he- they kind of can't work until he can do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, That's something I think the show is sometimes aware of and sometimes not. I think he's definitely aware of here because I feel like
0: that's what both Rose and Andy are trying to show him. Yeah. And he's refusing to listen to both of them and like the ways they they tell him this.
1: Yeah. So uh, Stefan is immediately like so furious at him. And this is where Stefan wins the fight. Oh, it rules. He's like, she'll come back as a vampire. And Damon's like, well, it's better than nothing else. And he's like, how could you, of all people, take that choice away from her? Which – fucking Absolutely. He is constantly, his little bitch ass is whining <laughs> about how Stefan made him be a vampire. Blah, blah, blah. I want to be human. Oh, oh. What the fuck did you just do? You just stole this choice from her. And Damon says to Elena, go ahead, wish me an eternity of misery. Believe me, you'll get over it. Bit a cuck bitch. Bitch, bitch, bitch. I am so mad at him. He fucking stabs Stefan in the stomach. And he's like, you just wish you had the balls to do it yourself. And uh, fuck. <laughs> no, because Stefan uh, gives uh, his girlfriend a choice because he's a good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so Elena like yells at him to get out. Alaric and Jenna come up, and she's like, "Get him the fuck out of here!" Uh, Jenna's like really shocked to see like how hurt Stefan is because again, all of this is so new to her. She doesn't know he'll heal necessarily. Like she's sent to go get blood bags. Yeah, which... in the cellar, you get to go to the blood bag fridge. Jenna, <laughs> Elijah <laughs> used to live here, but when he was dead. <laughs> So, uh, Elena, like, takes the steak out and, like, cradles Stefan's head in her lap, and all he's saying is that he's sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And, uh, oof. Stefan apologizes for his
0: toxic masculinity, which is hot, baby.
1: Very hot. (laughs) But also I was like crying. I was like, like, just that he's like, he's very compassionate here. And he is just, he feels so awful. For the fact that he was involved in like putting her in this position because of everything that's about to happen in this episode. He already knows how she feels. Like we can say it because, you know, if you're listening to this, you've watched this episode. If you haven't, what are you doing? Um, why are you doing this? All
0: about the spoilings, baby. It's a non-spoiler podcast except for if you've never watched it and just listened to it. And yeah. I like these spoilies when they uh, talk about it and go on weird detours. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, if you are just listening to listen to us, I don't understand why. Um, We mostly just talk about the show. Uh, So yeah, he's so good. He knows Elena doesn't want to be a vampire because she's never brought it up before. He knows who she is and like, fuck, it just sucks. And especially like Caroline's already said it which I love where she's like you're too maternal to never be a mom and I think like that's a huge piece of it like all of this stuff and all the stuff Elaine is going to say later it just it sucks like it's a really sad moment Damon really fucked up with this one Uh, Jill what do you think do you think Damon
0: fucked up with this one
2: I think there's no other way to look at it
0: I, I feel like because you have Tyler in your life now, you can criticize Damon more. I think that's what's happening, Jill.
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would also criticize him, even if he was my number one, just because like that was a really shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Tyler is... Um, perfect and can never make a mistake ever
0: (laughs) I feel like you definitely criticized uh, Damon less in season one even though he's doing really bad things uh, because he was number one and you hated Tyler so much and remember uh, in the first episode you said that Tyler sucks and that is uh, recorded for everyone to hear I listened to it
1: and uh, I laughed hysterically when you said Tyler (laughs) sucks you were like oh I forgot about that guy he sucks and I was like lol if only you knew bitch
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oops.
0: Yeah, Jill, you were very upset with your past self, weren't you?
2: I yeah. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, baby."
3: Mm-mm.
0: No. <laughs> is the, the number one boy, actually. <laughs> then Elijah tells Damon how dumb he is.
1: Yeah, basically they have this scene and he's basically like, you're an idiot. Damon's like, we all know the elixir wouldn't have worked. And he's like, Elijah's like, no, we don't. In fact, it most likely would work. There's nothing
0: to suggest it wouldn't, you
1: idiot. He literally says, you talk a good game, but you don't actually know anything, (laughs) which is hysterical. And then he's like, also, she'll never forgive you. And for a vampire, like, never's a long time. Elijah is smart. Demon is not. Um, and that's science. Oh, I can't get over how funny it is. We cut your scene and it's uh, Stefan and Elena and Jenna and Alaric up in Stefan's room. Stefan's finishing up a uh, blood Capri Sun. And he, like, he immediately makes a point of thanking Jenna, which for me... Holy shit. Um, I was, (laughs) your girl was weak in the knees, respecting a girl's family uh, and making sure that they feel a part of things. Woo. Ooh la la. Um, Yeah. I liked that. And uh, Jenna seemed touched by it as well. And Alaric's like, it's cool. We'll uh, give you guys some privacy. Yeah.
0: And then um, Rick and Jenna reconcile and I wrote a heart
1: oh, guys, they're cute. <laughs> and I'm sure that it, this won't uh, turn into tragedy. Um, I, I just love it so much because the deal is, like, the thing is, she loves all these people. Like, this is a fundamental breach of trust, but now that she understands and understands why it happened, like, I, I don't think it's too soon for her to be cool with Alaric again. Like, that's my opinion. Like, I think, actually, she, like sees how all of them work and take care of each other and how high the stakes are constantly. So, like, of course they wouldn't want to tell her. And she gets that because she's, like, a smart, empathetic person. And I think... Like, obviously she's still mad, but she's really glad that so far everyone's okay. I don't think it's
0: rushed. Um, seeing firsthand really, I guess, speeds it up. But like, I don't think it's um, written poorly to the sense where like, well, I don't understand if she like forgives all this so quickly. I think it, it makes sense based on what she is seeing. Like, all she knows really is that first uh, Stefan saved her life <laughs> from for, a like, crazy lark with a knife. And uh, he had some horny eyes. She's like, she already likes Stefan as opposed to Damon, <laughs> so that helps a lot. And then seeing um, the violence, I mean, it probably can't help that she saw Damon do this to Stefan and not like some out- outside influence, but um, she's definitely on board with people who are Rick and Elena and Stefan.
1: Do you know what I'm just thinking about right now? I'm thinking about, for Jenna, how much it must be like, what the fuck is with this Damon guy? And then finding out he's a vampire and being like, oh. Oh, yeah. I feel like that
0: really brings things into perspective for her.
1: Like, people who don't know Damon Salvatore is a vampire must be like, what's that guy's deal? He wears all black. He's, like, such an asshole. Yeah. He actually will teach it. his best friend's a history teacher. He's constantly day drunk and doesn't seem to have a job. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like, he has no thing. Like, you'd be like, yeah, Damon, that guy who he's always around. Uh, so, Stephen and Elena have a little conversation elena's like how could he do this to me he was a bad boy that's how he dummy <laughs> uh and Stefan's like look we've never talked about this and what it all means and elena's like well it doesn't matter now and he's like of course it matters now like uh and he's like i want to take you somewhere and it's just for the day i promise Stefan's a good boy <laughs> he a good boyfriend uh so then back to the hospital uh tyler is watching his mom sleep in a nice way also a good boy. Um, unlike uh, Seaman Queen, McQueen, uh, Trevino knows how to look at family members. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then uh, who shows up but our fan favorite, Jules. AKA Miss June. Miss June is back. Miss June already is returned. Go- goodbye. <laughs> and her first line is like, you shouldn't have come here. And I'm like, fuck you. It's his mom. Um, Jules is...
0: Like, Jules sucks. I I I want to be, like, super, like, smart
1: with my criticism of Jules, but, like, Jules just fucking sucks. She just sucks. Like, I don't understand, like, what she thinks she's providing Tyler with that is more important than the love he has for his family. It's so
0: again, it's so weird because we'll talk about it when Caroline shows up. It's, again, it's like are we
1: supposed to believe that Tyler and Jules are fucking? Like, what is the deal? I do not know. It is weird. So then uh, from here, uh, like Jules, is, like, what Jules is nervous about, which is a fair thing to be nervous about, is that tonight's a full moon. and They'll have to lock themselves up and stuff. But I mean, yeah, Jules shouldn't have just followed him, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So then outside the hospital, uh, they have a run in with Caroline and Jules gives them some time alone. And then the scene happens. You
0: know what would have gone a long way if Jules just apologized to Caroline? Caroline wouldn't have to forgive her. But if Jules showed some sympathy after what happened, just one apology. Like, just,
1: you're bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, she's, so Caroline's like, hey Tyler, how's it going on? How's it going hanging out with the person who fucking tortured me and tyler's like well she's helping me and caroline says that she heard about what happened to carol and she came to the hospital to check in on her which is really sweet
0: yeah those are the the quote-unquote errands that uh, caroline was running and um caroline's a, a good girl and the best person uh, because again
1: no one else in town of her, all of her friends are doing this not even elena tyler's best friend yeah <laughs> So, uh, they have just kind of like, they have an awkward, stilted conversation with a lot of subtext. The subtext being, we kind of had a thing, and then their torture, and then torture and your extended absence interrupted it.
0: I mean, Jill, do you want to talk about the subtext? Because I feel like Morgan's coming from a place of bias, obviously. I would never. I mean, she's
2: also correct. (laughs) 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 Because the subtext is that they kind of had a thing, and then she was tortured, and then he dipped. Um, And then it was like, What? What? So there's a lot of a lot of stuff they got to clear up.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of air to be cleared, and Tyler's not interested in clearing any of it. He's like, whatever, Jules and I are leaving. And she's like, again? And he's like, yeah, I left for a reason. And, and Caroline says, your explanation must have got lost in the mail along with your goodbye. Get him, Good girl. for her. <laughs> and then they kind of just like, he's like, take care of yourself. And then they just kind of like part ways. And then uh, suddenly they're in intense agony. And Greta and Maddox take them.
0: Dream team, baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then at the Mystic Grill, Matt uh, leaves Caroline a voicemail and is like, I thought you were coming back. Where are you? I need to talk to you. It's really important. Uh, And then who arrives but two best friends ready to drink some brown liquor. I was just screaming because they don't arrive together,
0: actually. Yeah, Damon shows up uh, in his spot. And then Alaric shows up also. This is like he was worried about his friend. And then um, we get a little uh, bastard baby showing up. Uh,
1: I love this scene so much. I love these boys. Damon's immediately like, I fucked up. And Alaric's like, yeah. And then who shows up? But the other bitch boy, Klaus. Damon literally says, ugh. That is his reaction to Klaus showing up. And then he says, Klaus, I presume. Yep, it's Klaus, baby. (laughs) He looks to Alaric and says, thanks for the loner, mate. (laughs) What a gift. And Damon's like, why the fuck are you here? And he's like, I'm just here to, like... I know that you and your brother are like obsessed with the doppelganger I'm going to kill. And I just want to remind you to not do anything you'll regret.
0: Yeah, it's a, a good warning. But you know, these uh, these boys, <laughs> they're going to do something they're <laughs> <were> going to regret. <laughs>
1: And Damon's just like, LOL, thanks for the advice. Uh, don't, don't suppose I could uh, talk you into postponing this. And Klaus is like, are you kidding? And he looks to Alaric and says, he's kidding, right? And Alaric says, no, not really. <laughs> uh, two boys, one brain cell. Um, I love that. That means that Damon... Alaric and Stefan all share a single brain cell, actually. I think there's two, and one of them, sometimes one of them has two, and the rest of them have zero. <laughs> but most of the time, like they each have one, and one has zero.
0: Um, Stefan definitely gets the, the, the more brain cells in this episode. Yeah, he gets, he has
1: two this episode, and Alaric and Damon both have zero, <laughs> as this scene proves. Boy corner. Boy corner. <laughs> Boys. I fucking love it. Like, Damon's like, come on, what's one month? And he's like, let me be clear. Like, I have everything I need. The ritual's fucking happening tonight. So if you want to live, don't fuck up my plans. Um. Yeah. So
0: Clutch's whole thing is not that he's a, a man of honor uh, like his brother. So mm-hmm. just like leave
1: him the fuck alone, or he will kill you. Yeah, he's a man of uh getting what he wants. <laughs> so he leaves, and Alaric's immediately like, "So you're gonna screw it up, right?" <laughs> and David's like, "Of course." He's like, why don't I, uh, you know, take his werewolf out of the equation? Would that, like, get me back in good graces with Elena? And Alaric's like, it doesn't matter because Klaus will kill you. (laughs) Boys are dumb. Yeah, and then so um, Alaric tells him everything that's wrong with his plan, and then Damon's like, cool, so are you going to help me or what? And Alaric says, what do you want me to do? So our next scene, we're in the woods, and uh, Stefan proves that he is a good boyfriend, but not a good boyfriend for me because he has decided to take Elena on a hike. He's definitely <laughs> a white person. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> if if I was like having like my last day not as a vampire, and my boyfriend was like, and now I'm going to take you on a hike, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> Has Michael ever tried to take you on a hike? No! Michael never tried to take me outside. <laughs> even, even before quarantine, Michael's like, let's not leave the He'll take me to other indoor locations, <laughs> such as movie theaters and bookstores. End of list. We are indoor kids. <laughs>
0: If You couldn't tell from this podcast This is an indoor kids podcast besides Jock Jill (laughs) Jill Jill Blasting her jock jams Jill um so with quarantine Have you been furious you can't like stuff A nerd in a (laughs) locker Oh yeah
2: I'm considering my Roommate just kidding I
1: love you Sarah (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying because Jill Stole my lunch money (laughs) Listeners Jill is very nice Jill is the Tyler of this podcast. Yeah, Jill used to be really mean to me and I wouldn't know why. And then I'd realize she was standing in front of a full moon. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, oh my God. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, Elena is going through a horrible and very deeply emotional Moment in her life. She's talking to Stefan about, like, look, this morning I was wondering if I'd live or die, and now I'm gonna be a vampire. She's like, I have no fucking clue how I'm feeling. Yeah, they're also at the falls, which are beautiful, we should uh, acknowledge. Yeah, they're looking at the Mystic Falls, and they are very pretty. And um, Stefan, who is a very good
0: boyfriend, I mean, god- goddamn, he says today's about you, and. Um, I just want a
1: boy. <laughs> uh, he's real good. He's like, look, I just want you. He's like, I think you know how you feel. And I want you to know that it's okay to tell me. And he's like, if you don't want to, that's your choice. But like Latoya said, like today's about you. And uh, there's a long way to the top of this uh, this mountain. So, you know, you never know what might come up on the walk. And she's like, Ew. <laughs>
0: She, uh, she's like, can't you use one, like, one of your super-powered vampire jumpy things? Which I'm glad that the show also has um, official terms for things like we do.
1: Yeah, uh, Elena, call it a zoop. <laughs> 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 and Seven's like, no, it's your last day as a human. Why cheat? And they smile and they're cute. And I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> I would like to be zooped to the top of the mountain. I would not like to walk. <laughs> So our next scene is at Alaric's. Um, Alaric uh, shows up to his home uh, and Catherine is about to give him a bunch of shit and then he's like, actually, I came here to ruin your day and invites Damon in. What do we
0: think that Catherine thinks of Alaric? Because she knows enough to give Klaus information about him, but like does she think about him? How could you not? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's. I mean, again, she wants to fuck Matt
1: Donovan. We know this. I don't think like Rick's her type. Actually, I don't, and I think I think it's because Alaric is um, remarkably secure in himself, mm-hmm. and I actually don't think that's something Catherine enjoys in a partner. It's not. She likes someone who's like trying to figure themselves out. At least that's my interpretation. Like a lark would be a real headache for her. And I also just like, I, I don't think more than, more than I think a, a Lark's not her type. She's not his. Exactly. Like he's an adult. He's like, I don't want to date some like awful person who's always like scheming and is never honest with me. Like who I, you know, never know what to expect from. I would like to date Jenna, the sweetest woman on earth, who is mm-hmm. charming and beautiful and kind. And also his reaction to Catherine okay, looking
0: exactly like Elena is more, ew, I don't want to fuck Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good.
1: Good for him. Uh, yep, he is essentially her father figure. Uh, so Catherine's like, are you trying to get me killed? And Damon's like, look, I'm here for my fucking favor. And uh, and he's like, Alaric, get out of here. And Alaric's like, are you sure? And Damon's like, yeah, only one of us needs to get blamed for this. And also, Alaric, um,
0: Klaus threw your bourbon at the wall.
1: <laughs> Alaric later finding the, uh, the broken remains of that bottle being like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Truly, insult to injury. Uh, so Damon's like, go back to the house and like keep Elena from handing herself over.
0: I, I do love that our uh, heroes are all just hiding in houses now. Yeah, houses that uh these vampires can't get into.
1: Look, hiding on standing sets. Sets, <laughs> set sets. Set. <laughs> So, Damon uh, explains his plan that he's, like, trying to delay this thing by getting at his werewolf, at Klaus's werewolf, and uh, Catherine's like, um well, I don't know anything. She's like, like I just know that I'm not the vampire he's planning on sacrificing. He's going to use Caroline and Tyler.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it sucks. And you're like, no. She's like, look, I'm just trying to keep myself alive long enough to get out of here. And Damon's like, well, what if I told you Elena had vampire blood in her system?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: And, uh, and Catherine is immediately like, what the fuck? And Damon's like, imagine how much fun it'll be competing with Elena for Stefan's love forever. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. A good heckle. Uh, and then she immediately is like, they're in the tomb.
0: Because <laughs> remember, Catherine sucks <laughs> as a person, but she's still in love with Stefan. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, through all this, her being in love with Stefan was the truth. Yep.
1: She will roll over very quickly for that. She'll literally wait
0: for Elena to die <laughs> to like make her move again. Absolutely
1: hilarious. So speaking... Tyler and Caroline, they wake up chained to the walls in the tomb and facing each other. Uh, Do you guys want to talk about this scene? I don't want to be accused of bias again. Oh, wait, this one's like the abbreviated version where they're just like, what's going on? Caroline's like, oh yeah, I think those witches were with Klaus, and Tyler's like, who's Klaus? And she's like, you really should not have come back. Tyler does not know who Klaus is, again, Caroline spent all of her time gaslighting this boy (laughs) instead of telling him the truth. (laughs) So then back to Stefan and Elena, and they're like, oh, Bonnie will have to make me a daylight ring. And she's like, and I'll never be able to watch Bambi again. (laughs) Um, So she's Elena. She's still still spunky. She's still doing jokes. She asked Stefan what the best part of being a vampire is. And he says it's feeling like you can do anything and be anyone and uh, that you can – that all the good things are heightened. The idea that you live more intensely and you love more powerfully. And she's like, well, what about the worst? And it's like, well, the blood and the fact that like anger can turn into rage, sadness becomes despair, grief and loss can cripple you. And it's why so many people turn their emotions off. It's because it becomes too overwhelming.
0: I will say Stefan is like he's giving it to her completely straight. There's no bias in what Stefan is saying. He's telling her the truth, like the good and the bad with vampires and, um... He's not talking about coffee.
1: Yeah, which I love. And she and Elena's like, Well, how long before you learn to handle both? And he's like, Honestly, I'm still trying.
0: He is, but like at the same time, it's it's just kind of become old hat. Like the fact that he can just drink from a blood bag now That's huge. Yeah, like it's just chill. And that's actually a huge step for him because we know we know
1: yeah. <laughs> how, how it was before. <laughs> Sometimes he gets so freaking hungry. (laughs) So then back at Alarix, Catherine is making coffee and uh, Klaus comes back and he is fucking pissed off. He doesn't believe that she's making coffee. So he compels her. Uh, A real uh, Klaus move. (laughs) Yes. And since she is on vervain, she's like, I've been making coffee. (laughs) So then he's like, okay, cool. wait. And then he makes her take off her daylight bracelet and stand in the sun. <laughs> and so she has to stand there and not move, even though, like, the idea- she's burning to death. And, like, everything in her is clearly screaming at her to move. But once Klaus is satisfied, she's, like, hurt herself too much to be lying. He's like, never mind, you can move. <laughs> Klaus is such a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's like, guess I was wrong. Cool, gonna need you to do something for me. And I'm like, fucking Klaus...
0: And Jill was like, hard eyes, right?
2: Yeah. Not quite yet, but I was impressed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, huh, a sociopath. Interesting. (laughs) And and we are in
0: agreement, uh, Morgan, this will surpass her Tyler love, correct? I think so, yes. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. That's going to (laughs) be...
0: Maybe not your Trevino love, because again, Trevino is just, uh, he
1: is a man. But I think you will (laughs) like Klaus more than Tyler, for sure. So then, out in the woods by the tomb, uh, Damon is sneaking around, and Maddox pops up, and he's like, "Who are you try to save, the blonde, or the wolf?" And uh, uh, he and Damon have a little fight. And Damon is really dumb in this fight. Like, he tries to choke this guy instead of snapping his neck. His or his something. Jesus. Yeah. And Maddox, like, uses his powers on him, of course, and, like, gives him an ouchie. And Damon's, like, freaking out. But then suddenly a gunshot rings out and Maddox falls to the ground. And who is it but Matt? Matt Donovan <laughs> is has got a gun, you guys. <laughs> Matt has got
0: a gun. So... Maddox is not an interesting character, mm-hmm. but I'm torn between being
1: like he's fun but also very boring. Yeah, Morgan, do you agree? I I agree. He's got like kind of a fun vibe. Like it's not like they've given him that much to do that he's like failed yeah. at. It's just that like there isn't a lot of there there because. He's a very tertiary, if even that yeah. character. He's a goon. It's fun. He's
0: basically the opposite of all of the werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> besides Tyler. you he, like he just he gets in, and he gets out. He's terrible. He, he like breaks Carol Lockwood's back, but he's he's fun.
1: Yeah, he like delights in all of this, which is kind of. A different dynamic than you would expect. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's better than kind of just like nothing or just being like mysteriously cryptic, which is definitely not at all a dig on some later films. (laughs) Um, Winky winky. So uh, Damon is like, what the fuck are you doing here, Matt? And Matt's like, well, where's Caroline? And uh, Damon's an asshole and is like, don't play the hero now. And Matt just like cocks the gut and points it in and is like, where is she? And what did this guy do to her? Which uh, rules. Yeah. And then Damon pretends to submit and then uh, hits him in the butt, hits him in the head with like the butt of the rifle. And Matt falls on the ground. And I was sad. Uh, Matt Donovan gets a concussion and (laughs) we should talk about that. Oh, concussion watch. (laughs) <laughs> poor man but again still got a punch in the back of the head yeah but hey i just want to say here that even though matt is not like is not like fully on the same page with caroline and things have been bad he tried to save her like this is really nice like he like had a, a little while where he wasn't being a good boy but he's being a good boy now and i really yes. appreciate it
0: this is definitely a point for team matt uh, jill yeah. I'll accept
1: that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Like, I just, I really like, I think Matt's, this kind of like arc for him where he turns against Caroline and works with Liz is actually like very empathetic storytelling, like on the writer's part, because I think they're really trying to like get into Matt's headspace and like deal with what it would actually feel like to be in that position, which like given everything that happened with Vicky, finding out that vampires are real And that she was not lying when she said that. And she wasn't like drugged out or fucked up or anything. And that a vampire killed her. And that his girlfriend has been hiding from him. That she is one. Like... I don't know. How else would he react? And like her mom, someone he's known his entire life is like a stable and good influence tells him that like, you know, she's an insidious figure and that they're now wrapped up in a huge town conspiracy. I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty sad. I agree. <laughs> so then, uh, down in the tomb, Tyler and Caroline now have their scene that you guys should talk about. Cause I don't want, I, again, I do not want to be accused morgan talk about it with your biased ass fine okay tyler's like so
0: the curse is fake okay
1: tyler's like oh so the curse is fake and caroline's like yeah that's what elena learned but Klaus still needs to do the sacrifice it's just for like a different thing and uh but like no explanation and tyler's like cool so they're gonna kill us and she's like yeah he's like fucking hell like this whole time i've been gone uh miss june has been trying to help me come to terms with what i am and how to deal with it and i guess like it was all for nothing caroline is uh upset and is like why didn't you say goodbye like why would you just leave uh which is a really fair question yeah she said why did you leave me and i wrote a sad face on my notes um and tyler was like you really want to talk about this now She's like, yeah. And he's like, what? I knew you hated me. I thought you deserved better than having someone like me in your life. Even I will say here, Tyler is not a bad person. Caroline would be lucky to have someone in her life who is like kind and passionate and cares about her as much as tyler clearly cares about her such a good boy and she's like look i was hurt but you turned your back on me when i needed you but i could never hate you Ooh, they're making eyes at each other i'm not
0: gonna i'm not gonna lie you talk about those great eyes i don't know what to
2: say beside i i'm sold i if they don't kiss anytime soon this season if they don't kiss this season i'm going to be furious
0: i mean they have kissed this season and then she told everyone to stop kissing her yeah, <laughs> yeah but i want it to be like a real kiss you want it to be a kiss she's into because I mean, by the end of the season um you're giving up on this podcast is what you're saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> but i'll be uh, i'll be angry <laughs>
0: Oh, God, not angry Jill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jock Jill is coming to push some kids in lockers. I was going to say
1: Jock Jill giving Kevin Williamson a swirly. <laughs> <laughs> um Julie plex lunch money um <laughs> but anyways damon shows up and uh, admittedly ruins this moment uh and she sees like your boyfriend's outside with a gun and uh caroline's like what the fuck matt yeah a good a gun with a uh, wooden bullet which yeah. makes it clear he knows what's up and uh tyler's like wait matt knows about you and caroline's like uh no and Damon's like whatever this is tomorrow's problem so initially he wants to leave without Tyler which is really fucked Damon hates Tyler so much it's pretty funny
2: there's nothing like enemies to lovers you guys
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah uh I feel like when that happened Jill you were like this is something I don't care about because Tyler who is that (laughs)
1: yeah i'll never you said you said out loud i'll never love him it was really weird (laughs) so damon uh lets tyler go and is like how fast can you like get the fuck out of here and he's like i'll just go to the cellar and lock myself up and caroline's like i'll leave in hell but also the answer is not fast at all yeah and damon's like cool don't make me regret this and then uh later he will regret it the
0: sun is out and then it is not and they were still not close
1: Stefan and Elena have made it to the top of the mountain and she's like, yay, we made it! And Stefan, like, immediately negs her and is like, "Oh, I've climbed Everest. <laughs> and Elena's like, shut the fuck up. She really is. This is exact dialogue. <laughs> um... She's looking at the view. It's really beautiful. And Stefan's like, why don't you just, like, say what you've been wanting to say? I know you're afraid of how it'll make me feel, but you should just do it. So Elena's like, well, it's not going to change anything. He says, yeah, but it might make you feel better. I know this isn't the first time you've thought about this. A good boyfriend and she's like well did you think about it and he's like of course i did if it was my choice i would want to be with you forever and uh which is very sweet and he she's like well why haven't you brought it up he's like because i knew if it was an option you would have brought it up and i didn't want to be selfish yeah because it
0: makes clear it's not his choice it's her choice
1: yeah to which elena puts a finer point on it where she's like well that didn't stop damon (laughs) and Stefan's like he shouldn't have done it but he did it because he loves you and she's like well that doesn't mean this isn't really fucked like yeah he's like he
0: he doesn't know what love is which is true honestly (laughs)
1: Yeah. And she says, and honestly, like, I don't even know if I do because I'm 17 years old. How am I supposed yes. to know any
0: of this? That moment, the 17 years old thing was the moment I'm like, wow, a CW teen drama protagonist realizing she doesn't have like it all figured out, especially her love life at 17. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. A, again, I don't know a better CW teen drama protagonist.
1: I know. It's so cool for her to be like, yeah, obviously I really want to be together right now and I can't. I can't imagine – like, I, I don't see myself wanting to break up with you ever in, like, the immediate future or even the distant future. But, like, I'm a kid. Who the fuck knows? Like, it's so nice. She's just, like, my future and our lives together, like, I was supposed to deal with those things as they came up. As they came along, I was supposed to grow up. She starts crying and talking about how, like, she was supposed to be able to, to decide if she was going to have kids. And she's supposed to be able to grow old and have a lifetime of choices. But now they're gone.
0: Um, Yeah, this scene, this speech from Elena is tied with um, her stabbing herself in the dinner party with me, for me, as, like, the best Elena moment. This is why she is your protagonist. Uh, This is why she's the lead of the Vampire Diaries. This is, like. This is a character I want to root for. She, like, she knows herself enough to know, like, yes, she is very much in love with Stefan. Stefan's a, a good boyfriend, a good boy. But, like, she doesn't make her want to change who she is and what she is. And she's like, I don't want to become a vampire. Like, I want to stay a human. And I, I, like, I'm i not going to pretend, like, at 17 years old, I couldn't make such a huge decision that to become a vampire. Yeah. Um. This is great stuff and great writing and i love the show so much
1: i do (laughs) like and she she finally says the full sentence sentence she says i don't want to be a vampire i never wanted to be one and like he hugs her and holds her while she cries And the thing is like it just it is incredibly human and it is about her being able to have the choice to remain alive the way she wants to and the idea to like have that choice taken away from her and to to talk about that dramatically and to really reckon with what it would feel like, I just think is really cool and brave. And like, obviously, that was a choice that was taken away from Caroline. And we get into it a bit, like the fact that it's not, you know, not what she wanted. And she didn't know. And she was in this really awful position before she started to learn how to deal with it. But like, oddly, once the big hurdle was passed of like, how do I be a vampire? She's been pretty good at it. Yeah,
0: Caroline thrives in it despite not having the choice to become it.
1: Yeah, which I appreciate. Like they they bring up that like the choice to be a vampire is different for everyone. It it is a unique choice. It's not just like I, again with the CW, everything has to be aspirational and it has to look hot and sexy and cool to be a vampire, and it does. But I appreciate that they saddle it with real risks and sadness, and that Elena doesn't want it. I think is so great. Okay, so then we are back in the woods. Oh, we're outside, oh, right. We're outside the tomb. Um, They find Matt's uh, body, and Caroline yells at Damon. She's like, did you hit him? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. I laughed very hard at this. It made me happy. Uh, Tyler immediately starts turning into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes,
0: um, Caroline wakes up poor Matt, and uh, Damon calls him Boy Wonder, <laughs> and then they gotta lock up Tyler quick, and yeah, he's turning because from the moment they were Inside the tomb. To this moment, it's nighttime now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. So then, outside the Salvatore place, uh, Stefan's fancy car parks and out hops Stefan and Elena. She thanks him for the day. And then, out of nowhere, Klaus has zooped on over and is like, "Uh, glad you guys didn't run. Ready to go, Elena? And Elena's like, yeah. But Stefan, even though he cares about her agency, even though he wants to let her make her own choices... It's still, like, so, so painful for him to give her to Klaus in this way. Uh, yeah, and uh, Paul Wesley's eyes are super wet. They are glistening,
0: folks. It's a good good performance, baby. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it, uh, it's just very heartbreaking. Stefan's like, no, fuck, fuck no, no. Like, it's his knee-jerk response, and he's like, seriously, do you also want to die? <laughs> uh, so Elaine is like, seriously, it's fine. There is no reason for you to get hurt, and they kiss, and they say "I love you," and she tells him to close his eyes, and uh, <laughs> the Buffy real vibes. Buffy moods,
0: yeah. Um, even the score is kind of like kind of like very Buffy Angel love theme score
1: happening. Hell yeah! Uh, she doesn't close his eyes twice, and uh, closes it, and she lets go of his hand, and when he opens his eyes, she is gone then Alaric shows up and is like, where is everybody? (laughs) And Stefan is like, where the fuck is David? Boys. Meanwhile, in the woods, Tyler is screaming in agony. (laughs) He is so clearly seconds from being a wolf. It's still a lot of pain from what we can see. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I have to imagine it's less, um, you know, if you total it up. So, uh... Damon, uh, Damon gets a phone call from Stefan, and uh, Damon's like, "I'm saving the day. <laughs> Just tell Elena to stay put." And Stefan's like, "She's fucking gone, you idiot." <laughs> and Damon's like, "Oh, uh, I'll take care of it."
0: <laughs> How has Damon taken all day to do what he is doing right now? <laughs> I don't know. The time has slipped away from hiking. Him. <laughs> they hiked all the way up the fall and back. What was Damon doing Damon for so many hours?
1: Did not budget for time. Damon got the information very early in the day, so uh, Damon's like, "It's cool, I've got this." And then we hang up, and Tyler falls onto the ground and starts becoming a wolf. Oh, yeah, and Caroline decides that they will just
0: go hide in the, the Lockwood cellar um, slave quarters. We don't say that, but it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to hopefully hold him off for a bit and uh damo gets jumped on by not a not quite a wolf but still transforming into a wolf tyler and that's important
1: yep and uh he's like it's cool i'll uh i'll help uh, i'll buy him a second and yeah he gets jumped on <laughs> whoops i he pushes him away
0: and uh <laughs> yeah well uh, caroline and matt run to uh the cellar that's again slave quarters yep
1: Uh, So then, at Alaric's apartment, Klaus uh, walks in and is like, where's Maddox? And Catherine's like, I don't know, definitely not dead. (laughs) And then he opens his laptop and his AT&T technology, and it shows a live video of Jules lying on the floor of a cellar, chained to the wall, going through a transformation.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, kind of buried. like, (laughs) it's supposed to be a surprise, I guess, for Damon, but like... It's clearly Jules. Like, what other w- woman werewolf is in town? No, like, it's Jules.
1: Yeah. So uh, Catherine's like, Where's Elena? And Klaus is like, I set her off with Greta. She checks on Jules' transition. He's like, Cool, it's almost time. Then Damon comes in. <laughs> Jesus. And Klaus is like, I wasn't aware you'd been invited in. And Damon was like, I'm here to tell you you have to postpone the ritual. <laughs> And Klaus is like, "What in the fuck are you talking about?" Uh, Klaus
0: experiencing the stupidity of Damon Salvatore for the first time is uh, pretty great.
1: Uh, you never forget your first time he realized Damon was an idiot.
0: joe remember when he hit the moonstone on the soap dish, and you were like, "Is he really that dumb?"
1: Yeah, I,
2: I can't get over that.
0: <laughs> I am not kidding; it's
1: the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> no notes. So Damon's like, yeah, well, that was before I rescued your werewolf and and your vampire and I killed your witch. You should always tell
0: the bad guy what you did and how you ruined his plan because that's how things work and not um,
1: them getting different plans to do. Yep. Uh, You definitely want to give uh, them time to react. (laughs) He's like, I knew one of you was going to try to stop me, you fucking idiots. And Damon's just like, oh, you can kill me. It's cool. Now Klaus is like, look, uh, the thing about werewolves is they tend to travel in packs, so I'm fucking good, bro. And, and David's like, oh shit, Jules. And Klaus is like, yeah, when you spend a thousand years trying to break a curse, you learn to have a backup. Klaus is, like, he is definitively a smart character. He is a smart person. He, uh, he definitely has weaknesses, though, that you can exploit.
0: Yeah, there are there are definitely weaknesses of his own making. Again, he thinks everyone's conspiring against him, whether that is true or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he is not an idiot,
1: unlike uh, the Salvatore brothers can be. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Matt and uh, Matt and Caroline uh, lock themselves in the cellar, and um, you know, Car- Caroline tries to talk to Tyler the Wolf, and uh, it doesn't seem to really do much. <laughs> But it's so good because uh, she's trying to soothe the savage beast. Yeah, it's sweet of her, and and uh, you know she's trying to, and she's also trying to protect Matt, which is nice. Uh, back at Alaric's place, Damon o wakes up <laughs> unconscious. Catherine's giving him a bunch of blood, and she's slapping him awake. And he's like, ah, what happened? (laughs) Catherine's like, he's fucking gone. He went to do the ritual. Like, she she keeps apologizing for something. And uh, she's being really vague. And she's like, I had to do this. He would have known I was on Ravain if I didn't. And like, he made me call her because he needed another vampire. And Damon is like,
0: who the fuck did you call? Obviously, you assume, like, plan B is going to be Damon as the, as the vampire. Is like, no, never mind. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, also, I think it's just, like, um, it would be too easy. Like, I feel, I feel like I feel, I, it works for Klaus for me because I think he's like, this guy fucking sucks. I want him to know the death of the woman he loves. Uh, But yeah, also, like, if it's Damon, you you know, like, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, like, they don't pretend his life is in jeopardy, which, you know, would be a silly thing to pretend, uh, because we're all smart. So we each to the Weds. And uh, Elena and Greta are walking through the forest. Greta, uh, like, fucking uh, waves her hand and a bunch of fire pits, like, burst to life. Elena's like, I can't see, which, of course, she can't
0: because she is a human in the woods, like, at midnight.
1: (laughs) Um, But unfortunately, uh, these lights illuminate someone who's laying on the ground. Uh Uh-oh. And that someone is Jenna.
0: Jenna, and uh, she's... in transition, and whoops! But also, this is like definitely the scene where like, is Greta is just
1: cool. Credit is cool, but you know what's not cool. Killing Jenna and turning her into a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. Especially since you're using her to be a sacrifice. Yep. Don't care for it. So Damon's like, what the fuck? He should have used me. Why didn't he? And Catherine's like, well, he couldn't. He said you were as good as dead. And Damon says, what does that even mean? And then we zoom in on the fucking werewolf bite on his forearm that's going crazy. And he's like, we're like, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're set up for a pretty wild finale. Uh, we still got two episodes. We have the penultimate episode and the finale. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess I weirdly consider it a two-parter, even though it is not. It is, but like, not really. So Jill, before we get
0: into the usual segments, what do you think is going to happen in the next two episodes? Because somehow there are two more episodes left of the season. Mm,
2: I, I know. If I had <laughs> to do something, I would guess that... Something gets fucked up, and then Klaus being half werewolf is going to help Damon with his werewolf bite. Mm-hmm. But that is probably completely wrong, so...
1: The only way to find out is to watch the next two episodes.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Klaus, obviously we've talked a lot about like, Klaus existing past all of this, but like we brought up the originals too many times, the show, to pretend that Klaus does not exist pass this. Yes.
1: But yeah, good guesses, good guesses. Would you like to move on to your rankings? Sure. It's the most shocking part of our podcast. <laughs> Not anymore. It did change
2: a little bit. Um, okay. Number five is Catherine. She's back on the board. Yeah. Yay. Number four is Caroline. Number three is Warner. Just Warner. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then two is Damon. One is Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie was number five. She was going to stay there. And then Catherine was like dancing around with a bottle of bourbon. And I was like, oh, (laughs) you have to be my number five.
0: But it's also insane that Bonnie was number five. Remembering when she used to be number two solidly.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that is a bit of a bummer. I mean,
1: she used to be number one a bunch. Remember the good old days? (laughs) (laughs) The good old days back when I hated Tyler. (laughs) He He sucks. I had to look up who he was. <laughs> I I love I, lo- I love I love all your takes. I love them more and more. I love uh, watching the show with you. It's so much fun. It really is.
0: <laughs> you keep us on our toes, Jill. You truly. Well, do.
2: apparently, my entire crush is predicted for the rest of the whenever he's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> do you guys have your crushes picked out for the week? Morgan, do you have yours? Uh, for the first episode, my crush is Elijah, cause dang, looking good in that dead man suit. And then for the second episode, it's Stefan. He's such a good boyfriend. He's so sweet. Yeah. I like couldn't handle him. He uh, made me too emotional. I when I first watched this uh, episode, I was so so affected by his performance and by the fact mm-hmm. that, like, they chose to play Stefan as, like, caring about her choice and and feeling, like, genuine guilt and responsibility for getting her involved in all of this. And, you know having her close to his brother and his brother doing this to her. I loved it so much. I thought he was so sweet. I uh, remain feeling that way.
0: Um, for the first episode, I'm going to say Andy Star Action News. Ooh. That was a great episode for her. And uh, Damo, get your right head out of your ass. <laughs> and uh, episode two, huh. I, I will say Stefan as well. He's a very good boy and he beats the shit out of Damon too. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
2: for the first episode, mine is Elijah. Woo! You get it. Um, and then second episode, Shocker <laughs> Caroline and Tyler. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if I did say Matt? <laughs> it would be hilarious. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> I would die.
2: Matt for wielding that shotgun. <laughs>
0: It was pretty odd. Oh, my
1: final thought. Jesus, we are finishing season two, you guys. The end of the season is going to be absolutely wild, Jill. I-, I hope you enjoy it. And I think the top of three is about as good as the show gets, in my opinion. I am curious to know how um
0: Jill will react to certain things in season three. As I may. Ooh. Yeah, so this has been uh, The Empire Diaries. I think we have been sufficiently amped and horny this episode. Do you guys
1: agree? Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, 100%. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at LaFergs. And from there, you can find what I'm writing. And of course, you can find this uh, podcast wherever you get your podcast, whatever podcast app, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, all of that fun stuff.
1: Woo! Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lorgan Woodich. I'm the same on Letterboxd. I think those are probably the two best places to follow me. Um, and yeah, tweeting about quarantine and stuff. That's me. Um, you can find me on
2: Twitter at Jobo Baggins with two I's instead of two L's. <laughs> and I usually just plug my Twitter, but if you want to follow my Letterboxd, it is uh, Jill D E F I. Oh, yeah. I have bad takes. <laughs>
1: Uh, jill's letterbox is wild i love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the
1: next two episodes
0: are the final two episodes of season two mm-hmm. the sun also rises and as i lay dying Ooh. encouraging and i know you were you thought that something was an instrumental of a skinny love uh, in a previous episode mm-hmm. morgan but don't worry we got a skinny love cover coming in, in one of the upcoming episodes so birdie baby <laughs> birdie baby <laughs> <laughs> And with that, goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Bye.